Uh, yes, there is something, somebody missing here, but if you look, our character names under ourselves are not actually our normal character names, because today we are looking into character backstories. This is a one-shot campaign that we are delving into the backstory of. So we are coming into the city of Northmore. Uh, we wanted to do something for you without having our usual fourth member here. We did not want to take a week of D&D off. We also saw this as a good opportunity and something we've been looking into doing for a while now, uh, building the world out potentially from the background. So we are here in Northmore, and we are working today in the hand and mouth with Viv and Suta. So our three new characters that we will be introducing, introducing to have our people play are... Uh, I am Vilhelmina <laughs> Tag, is that it? Tag. Tag. Yeah. Wilhelmina Tag. <laughs> you said oh, I know. I know. Wilhelmina Tag. And uh, I am a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, you're very not subtle. Nope. We also have... Um, I am Claire Wygram. Mm -hmm. And I am a red-headed 16-year-old <laughs> prostitute slash maid slash cook. <laughs> slash maid slash cook. Learning under Octavian today. Yes. And then finally... I am Adelaide LaRouche. 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 And I am a 21-year-old, beautiful <laughs> person who may pleasure person. people for money. Yes, and information today. That is our gambit. We are here to solve the three backstories of these people, as well as seeing how their history impacted our world as we have been playing in it. So, uh, we are going to be beginning here late in the evening, approximately 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, here in the Hand and Mouth, as we recall the tavern and brothel that was once run by Viv and Suta successfully in the city of Northmore. Uh, they were known for being the most successful because they were right on the docks. So all of the tradesmen who would come in from Southmore or going to Northmore, or coming back from Southmore to Northmore, would immediately get their services in a hot meal, really hot meal, at the hand and mouth. So, the tavern of the hand and mouth is uh, comprised of a small stone base. The uh, upper portions are wattle and daub structure, meaning that they were forged out of kind of like a clayish mud and interwoven uh, wooden sections. That like this! Kind of exactly <laughs> like, like this. Like this room! Conveniently done on purpose. <laughs> we built the hand and mouth! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Which one of us is the hand? <laughs> so, uh, the, the tavern itself is kind of dank and dreary. Uh, it is done so purposefully because Viv and Suta have been working here for some time in their own means of espionage. They have used their influence successfully throughout the city of Northmore, and they have been occupying this area of the docks with the hand and mouth for about 10 years now. So this has been a successfully operated tavern for some time. So we will begin with young Claire sweeping up right next to Viv with her broom as Viv is instructing her, No, no, Claire, you must sweep like this! <laughs> Ah like yes, a, yes, a much better. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so okay, great. you uh, you should probably try to see if the other girls are okay. <laughs> you know, have you seen uh the Ad Adelaide in some time? 
Um, no, I haven't, but I can go check for it. Okay, and uh, while you're out there, see if Wilhelmina is, you know, doing the usual that she is so known for in Tavern. Okay. I the won't. Mouth. <laughs> mouth Junior. <laughs> oh Hope we're that's, ready that's, for the day. That's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> mouth, mouth Junior. <laughs> you um, know. I guess I walk outside and look for... Wilhelmina and Adelaide. <laughs> what are we off street people in the fucking valley? <laughs> That's what Wilhelmina might My be known God. for. <laughs> so yes, you, uh, you step outside the door, okay, and you hear kind of like, you know, the pulling up of pants sound off to the right side of you. Like in what is No, no slurping. <laughs> it's already concluded. You just hear the, the, the pulling up of some breeches and a gruff sounding man. You know, oh, thank you. You were amazing. <laughs> And you just hear footsteps kind of leading away, and then... Who is it? <laughs> you hear a voice saying, Who is it? <laughs> it's, it's me! <laughs> it's me! <laughs> it's Wilhelmina! Oh, hey, Wilhelmina. I'm looking for you. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Just got paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> let's see what you let's see what you got paid. Roll a d6 for gold pieces earned, and I will roll satisfaction for the gruffy gentleman. Thirty percent satisfied. Right. Well, I'm gonna see how satisfied I was. Uh, Ninety. There so you go. Really, so really, really, worth really worth the street. <laughs> <laughs> really, really worth it. Down and it dirty. Was great. And yeah, it was really good. I really like uh, dirt. It's great, <laughs> just being outside in this alley. Good job. Okay, um, mm -hmm. Viv's looking for you. Okay, I'll I'll head inside and go talk to her. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay so the Might two of you step back inside of the <laughs> hand and mouth. You can see that the the tavern is bustling with its usual crew. Uh, you can see that Suta and Viv are standing behind the the countertop of the tavern, so you can see them only from about chest height up. Uh, Suta looks as though she's strangely a lot prettier than you guys should have known from your uh, previous characters. Uh, just because of age, Suta has you know kind of longer, dark uh, chestnut hair. Uh, Viv is in her usual maid outfit, uh, where it looks a little like dirty and tacky, and her apron is you can only see it outstretched over her chest. Uh, but you can see the handing out glasses to some of these patrons that are sat at the bar stools in front of them. Uh, there's about four of them. Uh, two of them are kind of like head down. Like one looks as though he's almost asleep on the bar top. Uh, the other one looks as though he's kind of really heavily rested on his shoulder and hand. Uh, there is a young gentleman at the right end of the bar who you can only see from the back. Uh, you can see that he's got short, uh, dusty brown hair. Uh, you can see that he's quite tall. He's sat up like a proper gentleman, and then uh, next to him is a shorter, kind of gruffier, little heavy-set man who you can see from the back has kind of unkempt black hair and a messy, messy kind of greasy wave. Well, Mina, I think you should go try and wake up those two guys over there. <laughs> I'm gonna go look for Viv first <laughs> before I do that. But what I, I'm gonna cast my first spell ever. I'm gonna use a cantrip. I'm gonna cast Prestidigitation okay. to make my breath smell nice. There you go. Great. Uh, well done. Like flowers. Mm -hmm. That's why you're the best. That's right. The mouth junior, that floral that's, breath scent. That's it. Lures mm -hmm. the. <laughs> okay. Yep. So you you are approaching the bar. Yep. Okay. 
Alright, so yes, Viv, Viv sees you as you're approaching over. You've got your kind of... How are you walking over? Oh, really, really. Jovially, yeah. like Very strutting happy. your stuff, mm -hmm. satisfied yep. with that 90%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. my knees hurt a little bit. Though. Oh. <laughs> Very, oh, good. very dusty. <laughs> yeah, very dusty knees. Got some ash. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Viv sees you as you're walking over. And, oh, boy, you're here. How was he? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good. Did you get paid? I did. How much did you get paid? Four gold. Uh, you know what Viv get. What does Viv get? Two. Okay. It takes go. a fifty percent claim from all, right. all the times in the tavern. Write that down. Two oh. gold. Assuming I have no other money. <laughs> Super poor. <laughs> <laughs> Super poor. <laughs> ah, did you remember the, to get the uh, man's name? He was. He left before I had a chance. <laughs> ah, <laughs> your mouth was full. You could not ask. Okay, understood. You know. Usually in hand and mouth, we go only by first name basis. We we do like to try though to at least get first name. <laughs> try to remember that, Wilhelmina. I'll try to remember next time. Usually, I just get right to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. Thank you. <laughs> the two gold will really help the business stay afloat. I, I'm sure it will. I figured. Uh, you brought in uh, young, beautiful Claire with you. Yes, she said that you were looking for me. Uh, yes, I was. So, uh, I mean, beyond just this man's name, we have a, a few more kind of sleepy men here. Could you uh, perhaps distract the other two on the end while Claire does her handy hand on the sleeping men? Sure. See what's in their pockets? So, I, am I the hand junior? Yes, <laughs> you are. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'll go, uh, I would have preferred the mouth junior, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, my oh, my oh my god. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, I'm going to uh, want to walk up to the two men. Okay, so the handsome man and his gruff little friend. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep, and I'm going to just kind of like lean around him. Like, you know, like drape my hand across his shoulder. Like Ooh. run my fingers across his shoulder. Okay. And, uh, and just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Flirt with me. Hey. Okay, so the the handsome man just kind of turns to his left as he feels the fingers around his shoulders and looks over and hears the very florally, "Hey, oh, well, uh, good day, madam." <laughs> Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Wilhelmina. Oh, it's very nice to meet you, Wilhelmina. You are a beautiful young lady. Thank you. Uh, what's what's your name in your, your <laughs> hot front here? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they call me Marcus. Okay. Great. Great. And your friend? <laughs> great. <laughs> my friend's yeah, name. Pull out a notepad. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> Filling out some forms. Oh, my, my, my surly young friend here, he goes by Tristan. Great, so not Grimdar, so that's good. <laughs> good. No, it's I, not. I had to be careful. It's not <laughs> had to be very careful. Uh, so what what brings you to to Northmore? Oh, well, my my friend here is a, a trader on behalf of the dwarves. We're here to sell some of his his steel and iron. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm taking notes. Are you like a reporter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what have you been doing in here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Are you just you just here with him traveling? Oh yes, I've I've met him before. I was a, a merchant here briefly in Northmore myself, but uh, I, I met uh, Tristan several years ago when he was uh, here on his first expedition to sell iron and steel. He sold it to a family I worked for. Oh, what family? Uh, the, the family's name is not something that sadly I can give you anymore. Their names are not well spoken of, sadly, in Southmore. They've, they've since gone out of business. Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> notes, 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 notes. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, thank you though. Uh, could I offer you a drink? Could I buy you a drink? That'd be lovely, thank you. What what do they serve here? We've only Tristan has only been ordering some of the the house ale. Uh, what what do we have, <laughs> Mr. DM? Okay, so um, you you have uh kind of like uh mead. You have an ale, and there is a house wine as well. It's a, a, a deep red wine. I'll have the uh, uh, a wine. A wine. We have, we have ale, mead, and wine. Oh, take the wine. A wine for you, dear. Yes, excuse me, barkeep. Oh! Yes, a great sir! How can I help you today? Uh, one, one of the wines for the pretty young lady here. A wine for Wilhelmine, of course! And she just kind of turns to Suta, who conveniently already had a wine <laughs> prepared, and is just like, yeah, fucking take it. I take it. Yes, hands it over to you. Okay, enjoy! I sip, sip the wine. Okay, roll for satisfaction. Okay. 60%. All right. It's pretty good. I'm pretty average. good. Oh, it's a, it's an ab- yeah it's an above average wine. <laughs> That's what we serve here. <laughs> Is it toilet wine? No. Okay, good. Not yet. <laughs> good, good, good. We still have stores of regular wines. <laughs> That's good. Uh, well, uh, it, the wine is good then, my lady. It's delicious. Thank oh, you. Fantastic. And so we're gonna actually jump yep. to you real quick while Thank these guys God. are satisfyingly <laughs> distracted. Oh. Wilhelmina just. <laughs> 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 Just wipes this. I dust yeah. my knees off. A little <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> so okay. Um, right. There were the two other men. The one is kind of head down horizontally on the bar. Uh, the other one is kind of resting slightly on his hand and shoulder. Uh, only one of them is actually sleeping. That you can tell from behind. Yes. I want to go to the one. Are they? Are either of their eyes open? You're behind them, so you can't really tell. Um. I nonchalantly like walk around the table, pretend like I'm I'm doing my viv sweep. Okay. And I go around and see if their eyes are open. So they're at the bar counter. You would have to go around behind the bar. I'm gonna go around the bar and sweep okay. behind the bar. Okay. So yeah, you're just kind of like shuffling in between Viv and Suta. Oh, Claire, what the terrific brooming you're doing! <laughs> you've learned so much from me already. It's been eight years, and you've got a great sweep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yes, you can see that both men's eyes are closed now. Okay, so then I come back around. Okay. And I go in between them. In between them? Yeah. Okay. And I use both my hands. <laughs> and I just and the quick... try to go in the pockets. <laughs> okay, so since you're attempting to do both at one time, now you have to do sleight of hand at disadvantage. God damn it. But they are both asleep, so it's advantage, so it's evened out. So disadvantage and advantage cancel out. So it's okay. a traditional sleight of hand roll. God fuck 
fucking damn it! Did you roll a one? It's a seven. <laughs> Sleight of hand, right? Yes. So I got a seven. What did you roll? <laughs> Make me a one. A one. <laughs> Okay. Alright, so the two sleeping men at the tavern, you just kinda like <laughs> swivel in between them and then just like punch them in the hips <laughs> instead of getting their pockets. Oh, and the one God. man who was like genuinely asleep on his shoulder like slips and you see him hit his head like on the counter. Oh and he just kinda like guffles and like opens his eyes and is looking around baffled. The other sleeping man with his head down just kind of like feels the hit in his side and looks over at the other guy next to him. And it's like, did you just fucking punch me? I just back up. I just you just back no. up. You just back up. No, oh, you no, fucking no, no, no. hit me. No, no. I come back and I'm like, sorry, guys. I was a little aggressive. And then I like rub their shoulder. <laughs> a little aggressive. And then just rub their shoulders. Oh. Oh, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Okay, so I have to roll for satisfaction for the man on the left. He's a 90% satisfied. Yes, bitch! The other man is 100% satisfied. <laughs> oh my god! You are not to... sneaky, but you're very rubby. <laughs> they just woke up. You are the hand like... junior. Exactly. <laughs> I guess it works. All right. Jesus. So yes, yeah, so you begin rubbing both men's shoulders, like calming them slightly. Oh, that feels fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even flirt in real life. How the fuck am I supposed to do it now? Okay, so you're rubbing the shoulders. Uh, Adelaide, you actually have now walked out from behind the, the small hallway leading back to the private bedroom areas. Mm. Oh. So you are stepping out and you see uh, Claire just kind of rubbing the shoulders of two uh, middle-aged-ish men. Uh, at the bar countertop. Okay. Hey, Adelaide, would you like to come um, introduce yourself to these wonderful men? <laughs> Darling, what are you doing? Get <laughs> 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 your ass over here, Adelaide. <laughs> okay, sweetheart. <laughs> okay, so Adelaide also just kind of struts over willingly to the two men at the bar. <laughs> Oh, who's this fucking pretty one? Excuse me. Your friend. <laughs> what about me, sir? <laughs> You've got great hands. Except for my hands. <laughs> and lovely you know, hair. Maybe my face. <laughs> also a very beautiful face. On my face. assets. Yes, very beautiful assets as well. Okay, great. But your friend over here walking over. She I has punched them again. <laughs> Punch him again in the sides and walk away. So you, you punch him in the sides, both of them? Yeah. Okay. No, whichever one said it. Oh, okay. So it's the one who previously had his head down on the countertop. Just punch him in the hip and walk away. Okay, so you just punch him in the same spot? Yeah. Okay, all right. So you just, oh, what the fuck was that for? Oh, darling, don't sorry. do that. It's okay. <laughs> just, the young one seems to be the roughest oh. in here. Oh, some people like that, though. <laughs> I call it. A lot of people like it. <laughs> and you're just walking away. <laughs> so Viv is just kind of staring. Oh, Adelaide! Oh, how was uh, your time in the master's bedroom? You know how it is. Oh. I choose a job and I get some money. Fantastic. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you by chance get the man's name? Unfortunately, no. He was a bit silent this time. Oh, that is not his usual <laughs> way. 
It is okay though, Adelaide. You have been doing very well here the last few months, and it has been a joy to have you join the service. How much did I get paid? Uh, roll a d10 since oh. you were in the master's bedroom. Oh. Whatever, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want it to be a one. Yes. You get that hallway d6. Okay. Also four. Four. Yeah. And uh, what did uh, the master give you for this evening? How much do you think that, baby? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll for deception if Viv's got to roll for insight. It's really bad how good you are at that. Viv's an 11 for her insight. Oh, wait, I forgot. I don't have charisma. Shit. <laughs> I would have beaten you. Really? Yeah, but now it's not. It's Nine. just a six. Six? Yeah. Uh, it seems like he did not pay you as much as he usually does. No, I got gypped. Oh, it's okay. Was it uh, a few coins at least? It was just a four. And you wanted the 50%, right? Yes, please. Okay. The two to me. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> this is going to be really hard. <laughs> uh, that was what he must have said. If Brick shows up, I'm done. <laughs> Wait, is the master's bedroom supposed to just be for the one person or is it for... Yes. Yes, the master is only for one person. Do we know who that person is? Oh, it's, it's Viv's room. Yes, you know that the master's room is usually where Viv and Suta sleep. So that is where during hours of operation, since they're out here working, they use as the, the most important person room. So the VIP room, essentially. But they call it the master's room, so this way patrons find it the most alluring. Okay. And they're willing to pay more. You, you were lucky to get that D6 for the hallway, or the alleyway <laughs> suck. It's true. The master's room is only getting a D10. Yeah. <laughs> I am worth it. <laughs> I am the mouse I, after all. I think I'm worth it. The mouse junior. <laughs> I think I'm worth it. I know I am. There you go. That's the confidence that Wilhelmina would have. <laughs> okay, so yes, you, you are here just standing behind mm -hmm. these two middle-aged men. Uh, Wilhelmina, you are also still in the area and do see Adelaide doing this. Okay, I see Adelaide... Uh... Yeah, and you see Claire walking away kind of like, you know, a little more upset than usual. Uh, okay. You didn't really hear much of the commotion over there, but you do see that Adelaide is here with these two middle-aged men. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to just kind of look over to Adelaide and just like... <laughs> yeah, because you have your wine in your hand still. <laughs> yeah. Like the two, the handsome man and then the dwarf friend are still there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm still, like, giving them attention to keep them distracted. Do I have to keep them distracted at this point? Because it's... That's your discretion. Because hmm. we've clearly failed. <laughs> That's they've, the fact. They've woken up, so... Um, hmm. Welcome back to sleep, Adeline. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that, like... Are you saying that to me? No, I'm far enough away where I can't. Okay. Let's, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, so that's not invisible. Mage Hand is not invisible, so can't just... Bloop. Yeah, Mage stealed things out of their pockets. Uh, hmm. So, Marcus, you said that you used to be a merchant. What do you do now? Oh, now I am uh, a, an envoy, uh, uh, kind of like liaison between the, the dwarves and uh, the merchants of Northmore. That's a big word. Thank you, I'm well-educated. I did attend the, the local uh, academy here within Northmore. You said a liaison between the dwarves and what? The merchants of Northmore. 
And what about you, Tristan? Are you? I know you're a seller of silvers and irons, but are you a? Do you mine them as well, or are you just a sales dwarf? <laughs> sales dwarf. <laughs> goes house to house. <laughs> Hello. You just kind of see like his dirty hands just reach up onto the counter as he leans over down towards you. Like his chin is barely over the countertop. <laughs> of course I mine it. That's what we dwarves do. Well, he sells it. Oh, okay. So you're just the, the keeper of them when you leave the Dwarven Kingdom, then? As the keeper of rocks. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Big rocks. Hard rocks. Whatever rocks you need. I like hard rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you said that. <laughs> oh, I was like, come on. Do you? <laughs> I do very much do. Is that wine you're having? Yes, it is. Would you like another? Absolutely, and I down the glass <laughs> and like slam it on the table to kind of like impress him because he's a dwarf. Ooh. Tristan likes <laughs> Wine, please, for the lady. <laughs> and Suta just kind of like steps over. Oh, Wilhelmina, of course, here. Right, Hands you it. another wine. Yep. Okay. I want to see her drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got <laughs> another one. Slam. <laughs> okay, roll for uh, oh, percentage no. of intoxication. <laughs> okay. Uh, 40%. 40%? Yeah. Alright, so 40%. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Another. <laughs> I'll take it a little slower, but I will have another. Wine! For the girl! <laughs> oh god. So just kind of like, well, it's trying to fucking like... kill me. <laughs> Alright, I'll take that. I'll just, I'll sip it this okay. time. Yeah. Back to our conversation. Good. Great. <laughs> It's Much wine. That's real scary. That's real scary. <laughs> Someone's gonna get fucking rain. <laughs> you need a. Uh, you need rock. I I do like rocks. Pretty rocks. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, good. And he just kind of reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a small, uh, like kind of uh, silver laden ring, but inside is a gemstone of obsidian. Oh, that's beautiful. For you. Oh, thank you. Later. Okay. And he places it back in his pocket. Okay. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'd take another sip. Marcus just kind of like pats Tristan on the head and just kind of ruffles his hair. <laughs> Tristan, she does need to slow down. It's still early in the <laughs> evening. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> oh, God. He's a madman. I'm going to bang a madman. <laughs> he might pay him more, though. That's he true. Might he, might. More. he might. He oh, might. Yeah, he might be a wealthy miner. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so Adelaide, you are still here with the two middle-aged men between you. All right, so... <sighs> Boy, how am I going to do this? All right, so I'm going to put my shoulders on both of them. Okay. And I look to the left and, and to the right, and I look at them like, Ah, oh, yeah, you guys look like adventurers. Well, uh, in my former years, I did do a bit of adventuring, but Which I... one is that talking to? The one on your left, the okay. one who was head down and asleep. Okay did adventure for a bit before, but I've since had to settle down and retire. Really? You look so young, though. <laughs> oh, my. Thank you. Your voice is so alluring. <laughs> Where are you from? Germany. <laughs> you have not heard of it yet. <laughs> Give it a few hundred years. <laughs> We will emerge! 
been around then okay what i hear that and I'm like yeah she has <laughs> <laughs> your friend is also quite beautiful over there which one? Oh yes and he points at wilhelmina the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh yes all of my sisters i don't care i look older <laughs> all, all of my sisters are beautiful oh yes they're your sisters we are sisters here oh yes the sisterhood of this tavern ah yes i haven't actually gotten your name though oh what is your name? Roll for persuasion. Oh boy! Four. Four. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, the times that I've been in here, I've been away with not giving out my name successfully. So I'd rather keep it that way. So then I'm gonna nudge him a little bit and like, I bet I can persuade you in other ways to get your name. Oh, <laughs> well, are there any more rooms available in the back hall this evening? Where is Viv, according to this? Viv is literally like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, guilty Adelaide. Make mother proud. I look And I look up over at Viv. Oh, there, of course there are <laughs> so many rooms. We've got at least eight back there. And Could you maybe see if he would like the master's room, Adelaide? <laughs> and I look to him, I'm like, I just cleaned it, by the way. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed. <laughs> I just dusted the bed sheets. It is fresh. Oh, like. fresh sheets? <clears throat> that does sound quite luxurious. And I look over to the guy to the right. I'm mm -hmm. like, are you with him as well? Oh, um... <laughs> oh. Double dipping. <laughs> we, we, we've, we have spent a, a few nights here in the tavern together. And I look it back at him. Are you friends? Uh, I, I, I would say we are friends now. Yes. And I look over at him, back at him. I said, "Are you willing to share?" I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if it splits my price. <laughs> uh, I look at Viv. Usually when two go into the master's room together, they usually pay double. <laughs> I look back at him. Alright, I have to roll persuasion for Viv against them. It's a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of looks at Viv and he's like, Yes, uh, double, of course. It is the master's room. You are right, I'm, I'm so sorry. so much money. <laughs> uh, please, could you take us to the master's room then? Absolutely. Okay, so Adelaide leads these two... Middle-aged-ish men. Oh, one yes. more thing, actually. <clears throat> I said, oh, I'm going to tell to the men. I s I'll say, if you'd like an additional price, I can bring a bottle of wine with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. please, yes. Be a <clears throat> wonderful evening for us. And I look over to Viv and I said, how much is the bottles? Oh, for you, do not worry. It is worth every penny in your pocket. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> going back. <laughs> so I'm talking to these two people like, hi, what are your names? Let's fuck. <laughs> like, just immediately. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Adelaide knows how to work. <laughs> okay, so uh, Claire, you are up towards the front. And you're just kind of <clears throat> sweeping the tables, and you can see that there's a, a table of three handsome young men. Uh, they look pretty young, um, but they're pretty intoxicated they're all kind of like sloshing tankards and you know talking loudly and inappropriately 
Gonna get one up on you, Adelaide. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> what does this turn into? <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm a rivalry. <laughs> what are the, do I see what they're drinking? Like, do I know what they're drinking? Yeah, you can see that they're sloshing around like large tankards of ale, and they're like singing songs together. Okay, I go up to the bar okay. and get three more like glasses of ale. Okay, and I go back. Okay, so are you holding them like this, or do you want like a little tray, like a service tray? A little service tray. Little service tray. Yeah. Okay. And Primp your hair a little. <laughs> Gotta make sure my curls are all fluffy. Okay. And then I take it over and I like... Oh, I fucking hate doing this. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Beer. <laughs> Beer here. Um, hey, gentlemen. Oh. Hello. Okay, would you guys like some more ale? No, oh, ale's great. <laughs> okay, and I like try to suck down seductively <laughs> uh-huh. put it down on the table like one at a time and like boop my butt out there you like, go the old butt boop yeah <laughs> okay so yeah you're placing them down they're drunk so we'll see if they notice a disadvantage they better fucking notice that one would that one would also despite being very drunk they rolled <laughs> yep, very yep. well so uh, oh oh my <laughs> see there's more than just ales in this tavern <laughs> Are you looking for a good time? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're all here today. We all know the hand I'm and mouth reputation. I'm more blunt than you guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Olive was pretty blunt. What's I mean, your name? Yeah. You can't tell me? All right. <laughs> Let's go. Tell me in the back then, huh? <laughs> Yo, you got a friend? Yeah, bring him too. He's got a name. <laughs> I bet he has a name too. Everyone has one. That's how I get my names. There you go. Would you guys like a room in the back with me? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my! But uh, wh- what is the price of one of these rooms? <laughs> More than six and less than ten. <laughs> Help. Claire, what do you need? Help. How much is one of those rooms for th- one of those back rooms for three? Oh, for th- th- three? <laughs> three? I got you, Viv. Claire, you're... Oh, I mean, it would be your first time. Are you sure? Three? Yeah, My I can handle God. it. For your, <laughs> She's gonna... For your first night? I can handle it, Viv. How much is three? Uh, we'll say uh, 20 uh, gold pieces total. It's your first time. I mean. It is, you know, <laughs> the first time special, I guess we could say. <laughs> I'll Jesus. go up and be like, first time special is 20, guys. <laughs> they kind of just look at each other, and they're all just like sloshing ales and whispering to each other. I mean, they're drunk. They better fucking take it. Twenty's <laughs> <laughs> a lot, but uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm they just kind of like work out like pieces of gold between them. Do we pay now? Sure. They just kind of like push like 20 gold pieces towards the end of the small circular table. I take it and like shove some in my bra and like some in my like little apron thing that I'm wearing. Pouch, okay. Yeah, and then I like grab one of their hands and like take them back to the back room. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, Wilhelmina. Play some card games. (laughs) Oh my god. My first time. I lock them in the room and walk away. I heard it. So we did that in the. We've already done that. <laughs> All right, Wilhelmina. You're the only one out here. It's just you 
Tristan and Marcus <laughs> having your wonderful conversation. There are still other patron around the bo- patrons okay. around, All but right. you know you are still here with Tristan and Marcus. So, are you too interested in a uh, little something extra? <laughs> this evening. I'll drink the rest of the wine. <laughs> All right. Slam it down. You have to roll, and you're adding whatever plus yep. the 40. A uh, hundred, so I'm <laughs> fucking trashed. Right. I'm tanked. So Wilhelmina is just tanked, and Tristan just kind of... ready for a good time? <laughs> rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, rocks. Rocks are good. Rocks are big and great and hard. <laughs> Where's Pepe? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pepe, so Marcus just kind of leans down and whispers something in Tristan's <clears throat> ear, and Tristan just kind of... <sighs> Damn it, Marcus. <laughs> what's what's the problem? Well, I, I'm sorry, but we, we can't stay for the evening. We do have to get to our business. Oh, it'll be quick. <laughs> <laughs> Quick rocks! <laughs> quick! Quick rocks! It'll be worth your while. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, roll for persuasion. You have advantage because you're drunk as shit. Okay. And Tristan really likes That's the dead 20, baby! <laughs> Alright. Grimdar wins! Alright, so oh. Tristan. Tristan Get is, that is just like immediately sees like you lean in and is like, it'll be quick. And he's like, quick rocks! And just grabs you. <laughs> And he just like throws down a small bag of coins on the bar countertop, looks at Viv, and is like, "Don't care, no change," <laughs> and just pulls you back towards. I just give a thumbs up to Viv. Oh, it'll be great. <laughs> okay, so uh, a, a short amount of time is passing. Uh, Viv and Suta are still out here at the bar working together. Uh, Suta and Viv are having a little bit of a conversation in terms of how well this evening has been going so far and how proud of all their young working girls they've been this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, Adelaide, you are the first to come back out. You better fucking (laughs) Oh, I went, oh, we're done? That was fast. I mean, about half an hour went by. Damn, I was really hoping to get some information out of them. So that's what we'll be doing now. (laughs) Okay. That's why I brought the bottle of wine to get a little drunk. (laughs) So, um... For uh, history, okay. Make a roll, please. We will see in terms of what you've. A one, well, two, but a negative one, so I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in terms of what you knew beforehand, going in, very little. Now roll for investigation because okay. that would be. Or no, sorry, we'll do it as persuasion. And <laughs> and that fail. You can't use this dice. You gotta get rid of them. Change it. I'm not good. I'm not good. Those are not good. I'm gonna get money, not information, guys. Okay, so yes, you got paid very handsomely. Fucking A. I wanted to get it. You probably broke the bottle of wine. Got names now. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do it? Okay. My God. All right. So yes, you you step out, um, and you got paid. uh, Roll two d10. Okay. Fucking A. And then I'll roll for what they tipped you. Oh, just that tip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there Four. it is, my tip. <laughs> Four. Four. Eight and three, twelve, uh, twelve eleven. Eleven? Yeah. And then did I roll a four? Yeah. Okay, so fifteen. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. She does suck. Right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So yes, you kind of like strut back out <clears throat> successfully. Uh, the, the two middle-aged men just kind of are like slightly weary looking. And I they turn just... behind them and I give them a wink. Oh, we've never had anything like that before. And you never will again, baby. Oh my god! See, see you soon. <laughs> oh. We must come back. <laughs> and they just kind of put their arms around each other and just like stumble out they, like, the door. They can't walk. <laughs> yep, their legs are not working. Yep. Clearly. <laughs> I don't know what you did, what weird shit you did in that room, but they cannot walk. I mean, oh, well. Yeah, God. you are a monk. You've got the hands. I love you <laughs> My dexterity. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, Viv and Suta just kind of, like, lean over to you. Did you, uh, get their names, the two men? I got a little too excited. Oh. <laughs> I kind of got into the moment. I'm sorry. Oh, it is okay. Did I... you at least get coin? Yeah. And, oh. I'm like, yeah. And I give her seven. It is okay. You can keep the extra piece. Thank you. How you did you know? Very good work. <laughs> Viv always knows what okay. the leg gets paid. <laughs> There's some fucking camera spells in there. <laughs> <Camera> <laughs> spells. Something. The raven's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you just kind of have a seat here at the bar countertop and are just sipping a little glass of wine. And then, Wilhelmina, you kind of stumble out drunkenly. <laughs> your clothes disheveled. Yeah, my, whatever. My dress is on backwards. <laughs> oh. I, can, I'm going to sit at the bar and I'm just going to be like fixing my hair. Sure. So, you see. See Adelaide fixing her hair, and Tristan just kind of like stumbles out, and he's like, "Those were the best rocks I've ever found, <laughs> and I've dug before." I'll see you next time, oh. Rock Man. <laughs> that is what they call me, Mega Man. <laughs> All right, so uh, you have to roll for just investigation for you. Okay. Uh, 16 oh, plus the, one, 17. 17, there yep. we go. Okay, so Tristan kind of stumbles back over to Marcus, and Marcus and Tristan kind of walk out of the front door of the bar with Tristan whispering down, or Marcus whispering <laughs> down into Tristan's ear, and Tristan just kind of like lovingly, weirdly smacks Marcus on the ass, and Marcus is like, we have business, <laughs> and they just step outside. <laughs> Big rocks! <laughs> That's Do all you hear, and the door shuts, yes. I heard. Like, okay. Yes. I'm gonna tail him, but keep a distance. Okay. So I want to wait for them to leave, and then I'm gonna get off my chair and okay. just take a walk. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Wilhelmina, uh, you are approached by Vivensuta at the kind of like end of the bar, that little corner here where you would be able to walk around back. Okay. Oh well, yes. Uh, so, what did the man tell you? What did he tell me? Okay. <laughs> I, no, I know. <laughs> I so, don't know. <laughs> because of your investigation, um, okay. you were told that um, Tristan and Marcus were here because there was a large purchase order by the family Wyatt of steel. And that was what their delivery, their caravan was here this <laughs> evening. And that was why the uh, trade needed to be made at night. Because that is when the Wyatt family does their business. Okay. Wyatt family ordered steel that okay so yes you tell Viv that oh but the words are all uh, family steel those, those Wyatt's yes they ordered some steel from the rock man <laughs> the rock man steel yes oh no well Declan has been making many big purchases for for a few years now but 
We'll have to see what we can get from men on the docks to see how much of this uh, steel that he has purchased goes to Southmore. Please keep your eye out for sailors. I just point to my... <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> sailors. I, I got them. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'll keep them. I'll keep them open. The the boats. <laughs> my my eyes. The boats. <laughs> oh, keep the boats open. Okay. That's why they don't leave. Okay. I'll, I I run out the door. No, don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> the sailors usually come in here when the the, the moon. Oh, I'll keep them distracted. Uh, there you go. Now you are getting it. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Willoughby. I'm gonna go take a seat. <laughs> So that way I can <coughs> de-intoxicate. There you go. Because I'm fucking trash. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Claire, the the three men kind of just, like, step out very jovially and are kind of, like, snickering and giggling and just, like, happy, joyful mm -hmm. sounds. Yes. And uh, they, they kind of, like, hurry out and are looking and they just kind of rush out the front door and then you come walking out. So roll for uh, investigation and persuasion. Since you are I'm not. I'm done with this dice. I'm fucking done with it. What was your investigation? Four. Okay, and then. And what's the other one? Persuasion. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So your investigation in terms of what you could find on them was very little. Uh, but in terms of persuasion... Uh, you were able to find out all three of these young men's names. Yes, what were they? So, uh, this was Cain. And Abel. <laughs> <laughs> Milo. <clears throat> and Rufus. What the fuck did I have sex with a Rufus? <laughs> you played cards. Why did I play cards with a Rufus? <laughs> I, I can't tell you. <laughs> And you I dump ten gold on the um, on the bar in front of Viv, and I'm like, "Yeah, there's your first time, Viv." <laughs> My first time was ages ago. <laughs> you know what I meant. Did you learn much from the uh, young handsome men, though? I figured out their names. Oh, did you learn anything else? I figured out their names. <laughs> okay. You also learned that these three young men were sailors. They were sailors. <laughs> okay. Oh, did they say what boat they worked for? The sailing boat. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know the name of Roll that? for history. <laughs> I'll see if you remember the name of the boat that you were told. Ten. Ten? Okay. You heard that the name of the boat was the Sea Beach. The Sea Beach! <laughs> the Sea Beach, bitch! <laughs> Is it Sea Beach or Sea Bitch? Every time we've said beach up to this point, it's been something else. It's the Sea Bitch. <laughs> okay, Is okay. It? The Sea Beach. <laughs> beach. The Sea Bitch Boat. Bitch <laughs> Boat. <laughs> You're welcome, Viv. Uh, of course, Claire. Thank you so much. That is, this is a very important piece of information. Next time, don't doubt me. I, I mean, Try. I did not doubt you. I just was, you know, I wanted you to be careful, Claire. I care so much. I stumble up and interrupt. Viv, I need my gold from the rock man. 
Did he not pay you? He put it on the counter. <laughs> oh, you're right. Excuse me. Let me uh, count the coins. Okay. Oh, baby. <laughs> she got paid 18. Ooh, <laughs> so you, you get dude. your nine. <laughs> Hell yeah. How did you make two less than me? <laughs> I had three dice playing cards. <laughs> you only had one. <laughs> I, I had a good hand. Oh. Like a hand of no, cards. No, no, no. I have the good hand. You have the good mouth. <laughs> I mean, but a good mouth of cards doesn't mean anything. <laughs> All right. So you just had a full house. <laughs> hey. Oh. So, Adelaide, uh, you, as you step out, you can see that um, Tristan and Marcus are actually heading down to the uh, southeast of you, from so out from the tavern southeast. Okay. Uh, so they come out and make a left. Okay. And they are heading towards uh, a, a small little warehouse-looking thing at the edge of the docks. I'll tell them. You'll tell them? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, before I do though, I turn back to Viv and I'm like, I'll be back. Okay, great luck! <laughs> okay, so you're tailing the two men over. Alright, uh, so uh, as you're following along the pathway here, so the, the city of Northmore is massive in scale. Uh, significantly larger than any of, this, any of the other cities that we've encountered. Uh, so when you're walking through, it's still very busy. Like, there are still about 40 to 50 people bustling on the, the roads here, uh, the small, like, dirt-laid streets. Um, so as you're kind of, like, weaving your way through the, the small crowd of people, you can see that they approach uh, this small, closed-off warehouse. There's no real lights or windows uh, on the perimeter of the warehouse. You can just see that it's a moderately-sized wooden-framed building, uh, but they approach the door, and you see them just kind of, like, look at each other, and then you see one of them knocking, pausing, knocking, and then you see that the door opens and the two of them step inside. Okay. <clears throat> and then oh. the door is shut behind them. So you're about 20 to 30 feet away. Are there any, like, areas around the building, like, I can walk around? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a perimeter of the building. You would be able to just do kind of, like, a quick circling of it. Are there any windows at all? Not on the perimeter, not on the outside. You can see that up on the roof, there's one kind of, like... You know, like broke. Uh, okay. Yeah, like a little like broken skylight kind of thing. Mm. All right, I'm gonna go to the, just sit on the. Um, if this is the door, I'm gonna go on the side of it and just kind of like lean there, but try to also listen in and just hear if I see like hear anything. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, roll for perception. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So yeah, you can actually hear little bit of kind of like a conversation going on inside um, so you hear uh, a, a voice that sounds like a little bit more of a muffled version of Tristan's voice okay. uh, it's got that kind of grittier fuller dwarven voice to it you said you'd pay in full tonight <laughs> and then you hear uh, the voice of a, a younger man that is not Tristan or that is not Marcus sorry mm -hmm. um, oh well we pay upon receipt of a shipment, not on promise of receipt of a shipment. But I can't bring it down here if I don't have the money to bring it down. Well, that was not my mistake to have made. And then you hear kind of like a, a, a very quick, like, ruffling, like a, as though a few people are moving. Get your hands off me! 
and then you just hear kind of like a loud banging sound. And then it gets pretty quiet inside the warehouse. Okay. I'm going to um, <clears throat> step away from the building and just... What else is around me? So, um, along the uh, perimeter of this wall, okay, there are, like, barrels, because this is adjacent to the dock, so there are barrels that are filled with rope. Some are filled um, with, like, dried-out fish. Okay. Um, There's a barrel filled with, um, like, grease, kind of like oil. Okay. Um, I'm going, now, is this just right before the docks? Correct. Okay, I'm going to, um, it's night, uh, like, is it late night? Yeah, it's still, it's about 8 to 9 p.m. now, because okay. we spent about an hour in the tavern. I'm going to go walk over to the docks. Okay. And I'm going to come back later. Okay. So, All that's right. what I do. So you're walking over towards the docks. All right. So, Claire and Wilhelmina, we are back inside of the tavern with you, with Viv, uh, having discussed the knowledge gained about the three young sailor boys who just left the uh, hand and mouth and the rock man and his <laughs> caravan of steel that was to be brought down have I uh, am I not like yeah, you, completely trashed yeah you're yet? not trashed any okay, longer great. Good. you're about 40% drunk That's 50% fine. drunk so like you know moderately still there but yeah. nothing you know sure. overwhelming mm-hmm. great are there any other guys, like, people in the tavern? Uh, I mean, there are a few patrons who are still here. Uh, there's one who you can see is um, sitting at one of the small circular tables, but there is another girl who works here at the Hand and Mouth. Who, she's kind of sat in his lap. Uh, you recognize this girl's name is Rose. Um, is it where, if I was to go... At some angle around that table, she saw me, but he didn't see me. Yes, you could walk around, because if she sat in his lap like this, you could attempt to go around the the same pathway that she is occupying and blinding his sight from that side. I do that. Okay. And I gesture to her and kind of like mouth like distract him while I... Or pocket, whatever. Okay. okay. All right. So she just kind of like leans very heavily, like pressing her chest like into his face, because this is like an old man with like, you know, kind of like <laughs> oh. short white beard. And she just kind of like leans into his head and just kind of like rests on him, and he's like right here, and he's like, oh, this is glorious. <laughs> okay. okay. So right, slide a hand with advantage, because he does not know you are here. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so yeah, you reach into his pocket successfully on the the uh, side that her ass is on. So that like thigh, because that pocket is kind of like pressed out and downwards. So the belongings are already slightly pushed up towards the edge. Okay. So you just kind of like like pinch your fingers, and there's a small pouch of coins in there, and you can see that uh, around it, like there's a, a little also scrap of like parchment paper. Okay, I take it and go behind the bar. Okay, so you take those things. And I give her a thumbs up. Okay, so you give Rose the thumbs up, and <laughs> yeah. she just kind of leans back and is like, Oh, well, I mean, it is getting rather late. Oh, please, if you could spare me just a few more moments. 
And you head back around the back of the bar with Viv and Suta. Okay, I look at the little parchment paper first. Okay, so on this little scrap of parchment paper, you can see that um, it, it's a, a, a time and a location. So it says 10 p.m. and it says warehouse. And then I look inside the pouch. Okay, and inside the pouch, uh, roll 1d6. One. There's one remaining gold piece. He'd already paid Rose in advance. That's <laughs> not fair, because I have the blue see-through dice. Which ones? The see-through blue ones. <laughs> I think Carl has them. Oh, yeah. God damn it, Carl. Can I have the... the <laughs> yeah. Keep trying. <laughs> okay, so you find one gold piece within the small pouch and a small piece of parchment that says warehouse 10 p.m. I'm keeping the one piece. Okay. And okay. I ask Viv, I give Viv the piece of paper and ask her what to do with it. Oh, well, I mean, Claire, if he's going to be at the warehouse at 10 p.m., that warehouse is something that the Wyatt family uses. That is their warehouse by the docks. Do you want me to go follow him? I, I mean, it, he should be meeting them in an hour. We could, if anything, have Rose distract him further and attempt to set up a trap at this warehouse to see what is going on. Okay, let's do that. Good, good, great. <laughs> I could help with the trap if you need. <laughs> How'd you drink more water? Wilhelmina, how are you feeling now, though? I feel great. I've been drinking water. Oh, good. Your health is most important to me, Wilhelmina. Thank you. Good. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, this was a about, you know, like between 8 and 9 p.m. So, you guys still have a small amount of time, but you can, if you would like, head over to the warehouse to begin preparing whatever trap it is you would like to set. Sure, let's do that. Do we want to wait for Adelaide to get back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's up to you, Wilhelmina. Do we know where Adelaide went? Viv does. That's what I'm asking Viv. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. That's why I said it in the higher pitch voice, not... Okay. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, she was uh, following the, uh, the, the rock man, as you called him. Oh, well, we, don't, we don't know a location. No, it, she, she went outside, and it looked like she went, I think, to the left. I'm not sure. And which way is the warehouse? Uh, it's by the dock, so to the left. <laughs> okay, well, we'll go that way, and hopefully we'll meet up with her on the way. Great, good, good idea. What she said. Ad yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Find Adelaide for me. Okay. All so right. So the out. two of you begin, you know, leaving, and you gather your small belongings, and you head out into the streets of Northmore. You can see that there are still many drunk people kind of bumbling and meandering through the streets, loud conversations, uh, you know, laughter and such. Uh, but you can see that, yeah, the warehouse is only about, like, 150, 200 feet down to the southeast. Okay. As we're walking, I'm just snapping my fingers and casting, like, fire in one hand and then, like, putting my hand together and making it disappear. Okay. And then casting it in the other one and like doing the same thing. I'm just practicing little visual tricks and great entertainment things. That sure, you need that as a whore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she becomes a magician. Yes, <laughs> makes things disappear. Oh, <laughs> I do oh, <laughs> into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, you're heading down towards the warehouse. Okay, and uh, yeah, I mean, do we see anything around us? As you're walking? Yes. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like I said, you, you see that the city streets are still filled with kind of like a bumbling drunk mess. This is the equivalent to a Friday night. 
Um, so this is, you know, kind of like the conclusion of the most of the business week. Okay. Um, is there anybody that's like reasonably well dressed, but like kind of stumbling a little bit? Like not a bum. We'll see. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there Try to absolutely get some extra is. Cash? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go over and like kind of like help the person up because like they're stumbling around. Yeah. All right. So he's got like a wooden cane, but he's got like very nice, <laughs> okay. like white, pristine white clothes. So that would not be a commonplace thing if he was not okay a manual sure. labor worker. Is he with anyone? No, he's alone. God okay. So I'm gonna walk up to the guy. Oh, do you do you need some help? So sir? yes, you see that he's got kind of like a a a. a brown like gnarly cane um you can see that he's got kind of like a small white beard like a goatee that kind of okay. extends out you can see that he's one of the only people in this world you've ever met with actual small framed glasses he's got like a small kind of uh little not like a full top sure. hat like but like a half hat and he's got kind of like the clean white shirt and Long, sleek, black-looking pants. He looks like he's got money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what I'm gonna do is, as I walk up to him with my with my right hand, because he'll be like on my left, yes. assuming, I'm going to cast Mage Hand and trip him, like so I can catch him right, sure. like when I'm right next oh to him, but I'm God. doing it subtly, okay? Because otherwise, I have no reason to help, help him. It doesn't make sense. Sure. So I'm gonna trip him. Okay. Uh, do I have to roll for that? I guess. Uh, no. He has to make a Dexterity saving okay. throw though to see if he stumbles. He does indeed. Okay. So he's just kind of like walking through the muck and he feels like he just kind of hits something. Oh dear! I, I catch him. Okay, so yes, yeah, so you're just yep. satisfied. Oh my god, him. sir, are you okay? Oh, y yes! What, what is. I don't know what I've stepped on. There's, it's a bumpy road. Oh. It's very dark. It oh. could have tripped on anything. Your cane might have hit something. Well, th thank you so much for your and help. I, as I'm helping him up, I'm going to reach into his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Sleight of hand! Uh, that's a 20 with bonus. 20 with bonus? Mm -hmm. Okay, so yes. You reach into his pocket, and as you do, your hand just kind of hits this, like, weird feeling, like... It's his penis. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it, it's like a hard exterior... It's his penis. Kind of like, like, crusty, dry, <laughs> like, <laughs> like shell-like feeling thing. Like, you okay. don't know what it is. Sure, okay. Do you... Yeah, I'm gonna take it. Oh, so you pull out? Yeah. Okay, oh. so you pull him out. Okay, <laughs> and they're box. behind you because it's like, you know, you yeah, took him from the opposite my, side. Yeah, I'm just gonna slip it into my pocket. I'm so not you gonna, slip him into yeah, your I'm own not pocket. Gonna look at it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, though, for for catching me. Oh, you're welcome. It's my first time in this city. Well, if you ever need a place to stay and a good time, stop at the Hand and Mouth. Oh, th thank you. I'm always looking for taverns to visit and frequent. Ask for Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina? That is your name? That is, yes. Oh, thank you so much, Wilhelmina. Oh, you're welcome. I'll be there later this evening. Oh, good. I shall do my best to stop in later tonight. Have a wonderful night. Oh, thank you. You too. Okay, and you just see him kind of like take a step and he just kind of starts walking down an alleyway heading towards the center portion of the city. Okay. I walk over to Wilhelmina. I'm like, so it just gore. All right, I'm going to pull it out and look at it. Okay, you pull out a handful Crusty. of peanuts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the peanut man. Damn it. Well, oh, fuck. <laughs> so there are six peanuts in your hand. All right. Handful. <laughs> a handful of peanuts, indeed. <laughs> All right, six peanuts. I'm adding that. that I told loaded. you we were building the backstory. <laughs> the peanut man. That's all this episode is. This is what happened. Somebody stole his peanuts and he got really mad. So yep. he's like, I'll give everyone peanuts and then nobody will take mine. Yep. Um, 
I actually just made the peanut man. Mm -hmm. Thanks. You're, wa you're welcome. Thanks. Chat. That's how time paradoxes are avoided. <laughs> Can we see if um, there's anyone else that looks like fairly wealthy? <laughs> you're just, we're, yeah, we're going to go do something for him and rob everyone off the way. I mean. All I got was peanuts. <laughs> I can't imagine it'll go well for you either. Let's it's the say. same guy. <laughs> <laughs> he just feels us up as we help him up. Oh, yes. Take as many peanuts as you need. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll roll for you. See if there's another wealthy-ish looking man. Uh, he's not wealthy looking, but... As long as he's not, like, He doesn't look looking. poor. <laughs> Judgmental fucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so I motion to, uh, to Claire that I'm gonna trip him. Okay. And then you catch him. I'll rub him in. Just no, you, you trip him, I'll yeah. catch him. Oh so I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna, like, lean against... Are, are there, like, poles that have torches on them or something, like... Street lights, but not, sure. like, not there obviously like there the street poles. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm just gonna like, you know, duck into the darkness a little bit uh, and just like lean against okay. the posts. Okay. So I'm in like the shadow of sure of behind, behind it. it. Yeah. Yes. And as she gets up close to it, I'm just gonna snap and cast mage hand and, and trip and him. Trip him yeah. Okay. So yeah, I have to do a dexterity saving throw for this stranger. A four. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I catch him. I'm like, oh my goodness, are you okay, sir? Oh, jeez. Why? Did... Why? It felt like someone grabbed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you grab me? No, I came to help you. It looked like you were about to trip. <laughs> that's a weird... That's a really <laughs> weird like thing I was to gonna say. Trip. That's a really fucking what weird thing mean? to say what to someone. What do you mean I was oh, about Jesus. to trip? I what just, like, this? let him fall on the floor and just walk the fuck away. <laughs> like, I don't even give a shit well, right now. And you just motion me. Well, do it again! <laughs> so he, he just, like, slips and slides. Fuck! <laughs> I run over and help him up. Peace, okay. beach. So, yeah, he's, like, now covered in dirt. Oh, my and, like, goodness, sir, are you okay? No, who the fuck was that rude girl? I don't know. I, and I help him up, okay. and I resume his pockets. It's like a... Nine. Nine? Yep. Okay, so you get, like, kind of into his pockets, but he's, okay. like, dusting himself off, so okay. he, like, accidentally smacks your hand. He doesn't realize what you're doing. He thinks you're just steadying him by the okay, hips. Okay, sure. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. It's very kind of you after that rude girl. I walk by again and just, like... Shove him, <laughs> and then disappear. Damn! Like push? <laughs> no, like shoulder no, check him. him. Oh, you like shoulder check him or no. push him? Yeah, I'll fucking push him. Okay, you have Fuck to make a strength, strength check. <laughs> Your strength is not good. It's not Where is strength? It's not, it's oh, not what the fuck? <laughs> You're a scrawny sixteen-year-old. Eight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he'll make a strength check against you. Yeah, he can I give her advantage because I can also I can like pull him into the yes. push, push, like make it seem like sure. he's being pushed more. Sure. So roll yes, again. he has a sixteen. So you have to beat his sixteen. So you gotta roll an eighteen or higher. Shit. Oh no 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 no! It's you uh, pulling. Oh, oh, okay. You're making okay, a strength sure, check sure. as well. Uh yeah, that's not gonna God do it. Damn it. Okay, so you like. And she just like, motherfucker! And he's like, 
What the fuck is wrong with both of you? Get your heads off I me. I just kick his knees. <laughs> oh my god. What? You're just beating up a rich person. <laughs> <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Oh I don't like him. He tripped him and tried to rob him. Of just bit his mouth more. <laughs> He's a piece of shit because you said you looked like you were going to trip. That's such a... Who says that to anyone? I do. I'm 16. Rugby player confirmed. Right? Oh, Jesus. So you kick him at in the knees, you said, right? No, I just walk away. Okay, so you walk away. And you're now here holding this man. I shoot him with my short bow like, from the distance. The fuck? I'm God! <laughs> just murder in the streets. Okay, so you're here, and he's like, get your hands off me. All right, I just I shove him and walk away. <laughs> Jesus, all right. Don't yes. touch me! Okay, so the two of you walk away from this middle-class man that you unsuccessfully tried to rob. I spit on his shoes. Damn! Wow, all right. So, yeah, you spit on the man's shoes as he's walking away. You catch, like, the back of his heel. Yep. And he's unaware. Good. <laughs> walk around that with spit him. on his shoes. Mm-hmm. Old spitty shoes, McGee. I'm gonna light his shoes on fire. What the? <laughs> like not a lot. I just want to like burn his feet a little bit. Impress the hesitation. I'm not. I'm not casting like. I just want to, you know, singe his heels a little bit. Make him think twice about. Okay, so falling. he just he feels like a little like heated his heels. You just see him kind of like skip up real quick. Oh. And I just laugh and I run. <laughs> That's Got <him>. dicks. <laughs> We made you whores, not dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, yeah, so you guys walk towards the warehouse. Yeah, Fucking we're a. There. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you see them approaching as you said you were sat here. Oh, I was already walking towards the docks. Oh, you were towards the docks. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you you walk towards the warehouse. You see the door is closed. There, the perimeter is just kind of windowless. You see, there's like footprints around the side of the house. That's about it, or okay. the warehouse. Well, do you want to check the docks then? Because that's where we were supposed to go, right? Is you said well, you knew that they were sailors, but you okay. knew that they were supposed to be going to the warehouse at 10 p.m. Okay. Um, do I see anything else around on the docks? Like, do I see Adelaide or anything? I mean, you see that there's a crowd on the docks still because there are still people working to, like, keep the ships, like, tied down and straight for the evening. There's okay. about eight large ships in here tied at port. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to, like, stand on something to get a better vantage point so I can see, like, further along the dock. Okay. To see if I can spot Okay, so yeah, there, there's, like, a, you know, a small wooden crate that is sealed that you step up onto, and as you're peering out, you see that Adelaide is kind of, like, stepped up onto the docks and is just kind of standing there okay. looking around. I'm gonna press the digitation and cast, like, a, a blinking light that she has, I'm assuming, seen me do before, some type of signal. So, like, a, a dick light? Yeah, <laughs> just a flashing. It's a big dip. mouth. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's flashing, flashing whoop, whoop, whoop. mouth. <laughs> yeah. And you do see this. Okay. Well, as I'm looking at that, I'm also trying to hear if I hear the name of the ship that I'm looking for. The name of the ship. Okay. So we'll see. You do not hear the name of the ship. However, towards the edge of, edge of the docks, uh, towards the uh, northeastern side, so up to your left. Um, you hear that there's just kind of like a faint little bit of music in the distance. All right, and I turn over, I look over to um, Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina? What is it? Wilhelmina? Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. And I just like, I look over and I just nod up. And then I nod to like the direction I'm walking to. Okay. And then I'm going to walk over to the music. Okay, so the two of you do see this and you can see that... Uh, Adelaide begins walking up the north side of the dock. 
Okay, she, and she, I'm assuming she like beckoned to Yes, us. yeah, okay. she went like that. All okay. right, I'll hop off the crate and okay. start. So the two of you kind of like dash towards her to catch up to her? Yeah. Okay, so the two of you are working your way up to uh, Adelaide, and you can see that towards the edge of the docks where the edge, uh, in terms of when it sets stairs to go downwards yep. onto the beach, uh, you can see right at that edge, you can see that there's a small group of men here, and you can just hear them playing musical instruments. Okay, I go up to them. Oh, you, I strut my way. You strut <laughs> up to this, yeah, musical group. Uh huh. Okay. Am I up to them? I mean, yeah, you're you're like there's a crowd here, so you're oh, okay. kind of like so working gonna... your way through the crowd. You can just hear them, you know, singing jovially, you know, very nice dulcet tunes. I'm just gonna go and you see. Can if hear, there's like, any, like in the middle. Can I see the middle yet? Like, are they surrounded or are they just like scattered? No, no, no. They're. You know, since they're at the edge of the dock, it's that width of the dock is kind of occupied by about two to three rows of people who are all, like, cheering and, like, you know, waving little torches, and they've got, like, flagons of ale that they're shaking and singing along with. Okay, I'm just going to chill in, try to, like, blend in, just try to pretend I'm having a good time, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the two of you catch up. I pull out my... Penis. <laughs> yes. Uh, what musical instrument do I well, have? Bagpipes? <laughs> okay, I pull out my bagpipe. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I just looked. All right, I pull out my fucking bagpipe. Because you're a bard. Yeah, I, I, mean, I picked that <laughs> for sure you. sure you did. All right, I pull out my bagpipes. <laughs> and I, I fill up the bag and I run over just... <laughs> start, I start playing along with him as I run up. Okay, so... um. That's <laughs> wow. how bagpipe sounds. So yes, you begin blowing your bagpipes, <laughs> and you hear the band just kind of like, "Yeah, bring her up here!" <laughs> and the crowd just kind of like parts, and you're just strutting up towards the yep. band. Okay, so you can see that there are four people here playing in this band. Uh, you can see that there is a <laughs> um, a small um, man like in the front with um, kind of like a little symbol where he's shaking to keep um, the beat uh, and then next to him is a taller thinner man uh, who's got kind of like an old guitar that he's playing okay uh, and then behind them there is a man with two like little drums that he's kind of tapping with and then to his right there is another man with a different guitar okay uh-huh. uh, do I can I like observe any of them do i know it have I, have they been to the to the hand and mouth before do they know who i am uh <laughs> do they know my reputation <laughs> um no they have been uh in the city of northmore before um you've roll for history okay well, name is called Pirates my guess is they're, they're sailors which is why i've seen them before uh, history, not great. Uh, ten. Ten? Yeah. So, uh, you can see that... <sighs> trying to think of what actually to give you for that. So, y- you know that there's a famous band that travels and performs. Uh, you've never had the opportunity to hear them yourself. Okay. But you do know that they have a fantastic reputation and... You're not sure if this is them, but you feel like this is probably them just by judging how the crowd has responded. Okay, what's the name of the band? Do the I Matthews Dave Band. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Is he up there? <laughs> it was the little man. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, I want to go up and just, like, yeah, so rest you, them in my you boobs. You see Tuck just, like... <laughs> 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 
fantastic. Yes. <laughs> and then he just kind of like, you know, doesn't actually have like a microphone, but just like holds it in front of his face and like leans back. Just, yeah! <laughs> and everyone's like, fuck yeah! Matthew's Dave! Squeezing the bagpipes, flying along. And they just like start like like pulling you towards them, and you're just like joining them playing the bagpipes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, you you play successfully with them. Do a performance check. We'll see how impressive you are. I mean, you know, Uh, performance fifteen, pretty good. Fifteen, so yeah, yeah, no, you fit right in with this band. They're fucking thrilled to have you here, Wilhelmina. Goddamn right. Okay, so the band kind of concludes this song, and you're the last note that plays, and Tuck's just like, like right next to you. So the song kind of like dies down, and your bagpipe just fills the air, and then you feel just like a, a slight like padding on your ass, like a small hand. Oh, hello there. Oh, well, you've got quite a mouth to play the bagpipe so well, dear. That's not the only thing I can do. Do you work in town? I do. I work at the Hand and Mouth. Oh, my favorite place. I like scurry up behind him and I'm like, I work there too. (laughs) Oh, get away from me. (laughs) So many of you. Fuck you, Willamina. No, I'm saying that's what he said. (laughs) I suppose the Matthews Dave Band could be Joining you this evening at the Hand and Mouth. We would that love that. That sounds great. We would uh, absolutely <laughs> love to see you there. Oh, thank you. We'll uh, clean up our instruments and head over. You better make sure. <laughs> okay. And I, so. I press the digitation, the flowery breath again. Oh, so I can yeah. really Oops. draw them in. Lovely smells you have as well. Uh, can I retcon that I did that? As I filled the bagpipes, so the scent went everywhere. Sure, yes, that's fine. Good. Something about your music is so attractive. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing. I'm good at blowing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are, dear. I'll be seeing you soon. I'll see you later. <laughs> you said your name was Wilhelmina? Yes, that's correct. I'll see you soon, Wilhelmina. I'll see you later. <laughs> okay. So they turn around and they begin gathering their instruments and you can see that they're actually taking them onto this boat here at the concluding part of the dock. Do I see the name of the boat? Yeah, written, uh, etched into the side of one of the panels that says the sea beach. Oh. Well then. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> so for the other three band members, the three people that... Uh... That Claire mm-hmm. played cards with. Yeah, uh, you just fucked the Matthews Dave band. <laughs> well, three fourths of them. That's okay. They loved me. Yeah, they they were getting ready before their show. Matthews Dave was your favorite. <laughs> so, what did you find out about the Rock Man? The Who, baby. Uh. Tristan. Zahu, we do not have Zahu yet. (laughs) 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 It just seems like that there was a job at some point in the warehouse. Didn't go very well, though. I believe someone is hurting there. But I was thinking about going back to it a little later. We We should definitely check it out if somebody's hurting there. 
Because that Tristan would come back, otherwise I want to make sure he's okay. In due time, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're just mini brick. <laughs> like, you're it's, just mini German brick. It's good. <laughs> it's great. It's very satisfying. I mean, I'm a prostitute. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Quote of the day. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> I'm a prostitute. Yeah, I'm just going to send that sound clip to you. I'm a prostitute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, I believe I have some other business to take care of here. You two go along. Where where should we go? We were told to come investigate the warehouse and help you. You can tell Vivin Suta I got this. Oh. Okay. Okay. And I just like <laughs> skip back to the hand and mouth. Okay. Are you going back with her? Are you, are you sure you don't need help? Because uh, <laughs> I don't want to go. I feel sit, like I need you. Need I don't. Some. Okay. Because I don't want to go sit in the hand and mouth for another hour and a half. <laughs> I do I'd need like some. to be part of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> this is Willamina talking. <laughs> I would really I want to be to clean up that, so, so I'll go back and, and freshen up. Okay, great. <laughs> and we all go back. Okay, so everyone heads back towards the hand and mouth. Okay. Do we find another man on the way? Another <laughs> man? <laughs> the <laughs> rock? Jesus I'm just Christ. Kidding, I'm just kidding. Okay, so now you guys walk back towards the hand and mouth, and as you step inside, you can see that the patrons are beginning to clear out. They're either leaving for the evening because they've run out of money. Um, Viv, does ev- Viv and Suta eventually do close down the bar portion of it for being open. Uh, this way there's adequate time to clean uh, and most of the patrons either head into the back uh, with their ladies for the evening or do go home Um, so you see that Viv and Suta are actually out kind of like lifting up some of the stools to place back on the tops of the counters Viv is sweeping and as you are seeing Viv now as she has come out uh, from behind the countertop you see that Viv has a very large bulbous belly why is everyone look at me? I'm Claire. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, I do go up to Viv and I ask her, um, Viv, I have a favor to ask you. Oh, of course, Adelaide. What do you need, dear? I believe we need to put someone to sleep for a long time. Of course. That is, you know, part of what we do here. So I need someone. And I look over to uh, Wilhelmina. I said, I'll say... I need you to put this young little man to sleep for quite a long time. I'm having changing my accents apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> when I talk more sexy, I go to another accent. Put him to sleep. <laughs> put him to sleep now. <laughs> for Germany, <laughs> they must all go to sleep. <laughs> The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the German flag just shows up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> and I go and I'm gonna, um. Okay, yeah, so I just need some sort of, uh. Tr- uh tranquilizing. The fuck? <laughs> I need to keep, uh, this. this upcoming band. There's a band coming here and we need to have them taken care of for the whole night. I have some ball bearings and rope if you want to use that. (laughs) My god! I mean, I don't think we need that right now. (laughs) Did you say ball bearings? (laughs) Yes. I don't think think that's what you think it is. Um, Oh god. And uh, I go over to uh, Wilhelmina and I'm going to say to you 
these people that are coming, I believe their ship is something I'm looking for. Um, something that is apparently my quest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> uh, we, I don't know how the fuck to do this. Shit. Um, okay. Shit. I'm going to do a quick uh, little uh, thing here uh, and tell both Claire and Wilhelmina that Mm-hmm. The Matthews Dave Band <clears throat> is uh, was actually has actually um, acquired that ship <clears throat> through gambling mm-hmm. and was lost. I I mean um, was um, acquired by my original um, captain who lost the ship in a very sluggish and drunken game of whatever they played and I need to f- get it back the ship the sea beach oh okay <laughs> I, I mean I could put him to sleep we could put something in, in the know. wine viv I'm sure you have something for that oh <laughs> yes of course you know I've got all kinds of things we could <laughs> just easily dump a little bit into poison in the ale perhaps <laughs> This is how it starts. <laughs> this is how it starts. You're the I reason just, for everything. I just laid the ground. Grimdark getting poisoned later. Of course. So. You know, I could uh, maybe have a Suta, you know, when she delivers his drinks to the table, put a little in beforehand. That would be great. Great. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Of course. No problem. I would like you to get back to your boat. Don't you know, worry, though. I know that is something that you always talk about and how much you miss the sea beach. <laughs> I do very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to go back to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, will, we will do everything you can to get back to your ship, my dear. Thank you. Of course. Okay. So uh, you guys just assist Viv and Suta in terms of cleaning up the bar, and then you can see that there's about half an hour later or so that the Matthews Dave Band and a large grouping of uh, fans enter into the tavern and Viv and Suta immediately head back towards the back of the bar to begin preparing a large row of drinks to satisfy all these men and then there is a slew of women who kind of come back out from the, the back alley or the back hallway of the tavern and just immediately start mingling with all the young men in here okay uh, do I see Tuck yeah okay so I go over to uh, to Viv and, and Suda and ask for the I need I need the the let me the go stuff. I let me go speak to him first and find out what he wants to drink. <laughs> Get ready. Okay. With the stuff. Of course. Knock him out. Thank you, Wilhelmina. We are quite sure of the plan. The poison okay, the poison to kill Kuzga. Yeah. Kuzga's poison. <laughs> that. Okay. Um so I walk over to the table okay. and I pull out the bagpipes again and just play like one note. Just <laughs> <laughs> so he knows. Oh he knows that it's My fun. that is a beautiful tone. Oh thank you. Uh, yes, it's good to see you, Wilhelmina. And what is your name? I didn't uh, I didn't catch it earlier. No, everyone in these parts knows me as Tuck. Well, nice to meet you, Tuck. It's nice to meet you too, Wilhelmina. I don't mean to be blunt, but uh, could I get you a drink? Oh, I mean, sure. <laughs> what do you What do you What do you having? Do you have any meads in? We do. Of course, I'll take the largest mead, as hopefully as large as I am. I'll get you. I'll get you the largest mead we have. Oh, thank you. And I walk back over, and I'm just like, big. Big me. He's got a big dick? <laughs> I, maybe. 
<laughs> I need a big, big need. <laughs> he wants a big need. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to double dose that. Okay. So they just kind of like, and then turn around and you see that there's this large flagon of mead and you see it frothing and then you see. She takes one of the vials down from the shelf and just kind of stows something in it very quickly and hands it back to you. Thank you. Yes, of course. I take it over to him. Okay. Here you go. Oh. I set it down on the table in front of him. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to go up to him. Okay. Begins drinking. Okay. Oh, hello, sad boy. Uh, Oh, another of such beautiful women here. Uh, I'm going to... And, oh, shit, what the fuck do I say now? She's just kind of, like, <clears throat> slurping it very happily, and you see him like, oh. You have a very big ship. Oh, yes, I do. Is there anything else that's big? Oh, there so, are uh, many things, my <laughs> dear. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, however did a big boy get such a big <laughs> ship? <laughs> Happening, I'm gonna use my mage hand and grab grab his penis. Grab his penis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. So you you not stu- like not like <laughs> aggressively. Okay. So you just kind of like rub, but as you're like rubbing down, you feel it goes like significantly further than you were expecting. So like you kind of watch like your mage hand just like keep going, Whoa. and he's just like on a bar stool, and he's like, oh. I want it through a, 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 ga- a game of sorts. <laughs> and he's just like... Mm-mm. Oh, you must be very good at games then. I'm the best at games, dear. What kind of games do you like to play? Oh, I could play the roughest games you have. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, you remember the suit? <laughs> oh, well, I, mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 oh, is it just some weird <laughs> shit? Please just let me... Uh, Get to my bag and I'll meet you in the back. How about we do it on your ship? On the ship? Oh, you like the way it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but let me go get myself a drink and then you go finish that big boy. Okay. <laughs> I shall see you on the beach. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How about a two for one special? <laughs> oh, would you also be interested? I would. Oh, please. Thank you, both of you. <laughs> and he just kind of like gulps down the last of the mead, and you see that there's like froth, and like he's got a little orange goatee, <laughs> and it's just kind of like filling over his mustache and like slightly dripping down his chin. <clears throat> I will be on the sea beach. We'll see you there. You'll see you there. The beach. Oh. <laughs> I'll be ready and waiting in my outfit. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds great. It is great. See you shortly, ladies. Okay. And you just see him kind of like hop down, and you see him just like stumble, and like he should fall forward, but he doesn't. Because oh, his penis. <laughs> and he just like. It's a kickstand. Oh. And then he just kind of like stumbles out of the doors, and he just leaves. Okay. So the two of you are in here. What's the plan? I mean, I think we gotta fuck that guy. And he's, he's gonna be out cold by the time we get there. We need to. We gave him a double <coughs> dosage in that. Unless grab, <laughs> grab all of your belongings. We're, we need to get this. We need to get this ship. Okay. And hide it somewhere. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> We're gonna hide at another dock somewhere. Okay. I mean, Do I know knowledge sure. of other docks let's in this area? Fuck the ship. <laughs> I guess. I don't, know, I don't have vehicle handling, so I don't think I can. I don't think I can pilot the ship. I mean, shit. You mean ship? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's Claire? Claire also doesn't have vehicle handling. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Claire, you want to go on an adventure? Yeah, like, I love adventures. What? <laughs> what I was just out, that was out of character. Come on, Claire, let's go. <laughs> let's get the gang together. Let's bring the, the band mystery. back. Let's get the mystery machine. <laughs> oh, it's a mystery machine. It's a mystery, bitch. <laughs> All right, well, what do we do? Do you want to do this? I mean, we've already drugged him, so <laughs> I guess we're all in. <laughs> Okay, let's Committed go. Committed a lot of crimes. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay. Claire, are you accompanying them? Yeah. Okay, so the three of you head out and you head back towards the dock. So it's only been about 10 to 15 minutes. It's now about 9.30ish at night. Uh, and as you get to the, the docks, you can see that uh, on the sea beach, there is kind of like a ladder uh, right at that stern of the ship. Right at, or, no, the bow is the front. Yeah, the bow. Bow, yeah. Yep. So you can see right at that bow, the plank that kind of extends out. There's like a little ladder, just a little rope ladder that's extending down. I'm climbing up. Yep. Me too. All right, everyone climbs up. I have... Okay. Okay, so yes, you climb up and you can see that right in the center of the ship, right below the mast, so like the full moon is illuminating it, you can see that there's just kind of like a loungish chair. And you can see sat in the lounge chair is a small figure that's clad in, like, full black leather. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just holding onto his chest. <laughs> is he asleep? No. Shit. I mean, from what you can tell, he doesn't look like it. Okay. He just looks like his head's kind of rolling up and down. I'm going to go up to him with my rope and swing it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And I'm like, oh, is that you? <sighs> oh... So while that's happening, I'm gonna mage hand and start, you know, tickling his uh, ting tangler, trying to get some of the blood to leave his head so he'll pass out quicker. Okay. Okay. All right. So you begin the pickle tickle. Yep. With the mage hand. This is. And he's just like, oh, this is marvelous. Like, I'm gonna say, let's get started, and then I'm just gonna go around and try to tie him up around this chair that he's in. Okay, yeah, so you tie his hands back behind very his chair very tightly. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. This is exactly what I was dreaming it would be. Now, where are we in, on the ship right now? Like, You're right in the center below okay, the, ma okay, okay. the main mast. Uh, do we have anything <laughs> to gag him? I have rope. I mean, I guess I can still use some of the rope I have to put his mouth against it. Like, right? Yeah. I'm just going to... Tie, hot tie him up, basically. Okay, so yes, you tie his mouth. Oh, darling, yes. <laughs> and then just cover, muffle his mouth with the rope as well. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so then let's... Uh, we should go... I have that. just a piece of leather if you want to use that. <laughs> Me too. Just wrap it over his face. <laughs> I mean, I'm already tied. just tied add to all the rest of the leather. He's, he's already got the rope on okay. his Okay. Um, I'm going to just convince him to say we should uh, do this elsewhere. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I'm just going to try to pick him up. In the chair? Because he's tied okay, behind so the chair. We're, okay, so there's like a, it's just a small room and stairs. grab a leg. 
Yeah. I mean, you I just want to put him, I take him off the ship and just sail away. <laughs> I mean, can we try that? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something. <clears throat> Let's see. I mean, I only have three spell slots on, but <clears throat> I could, I could charm him. Jeez, I think he's already charmed. <laughs> oh yes. I mean, but I could like tell him to get the fuck off the ship. But he's already tied up. So. On time. Okay, yeah, just try to convince him to. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Charm Person on Tuck. Okay. <clears throat> Can I have advantage because I'm, you know, grabbing his. his you may. His, his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, so that is a an eighteen. Yeah, he's charmed. Okay. Mercury magic. So, Mr. Tuck, we wanna we wanna get into some real some real crazy stuff here, but for that we have to we have to get off the ship. Where would we go? <laughs> we're gonna have you prepare down on the beach. Oh my god. And we're gonna, we're gonna I tuck, love the we're beach. gonna tuck you into the sand. Oh and then we're gonna go get ready. Oh <laughs> Oh this sounds wonderful. <laughs> yep. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> So we're gonna untie him. Okay. We're gonna take him off the ship. Okay. I'm gonna bury him in the sand. Not okay. like so he can't get out. Yes. So he's he's not really going tucked in for right now. He's he's. I'm gonna tie his hands. In. I'm gonna tie his hands though. Okay. You don't need to tie his. I hands. I don't care. I'm just taking I don't want him to Listen. Okay. He can't well, alter he the can. timeline. He can't. <laughs> just we're just you know he's we want him to be in there so that way he would struggle a little bit to get out. But he if he you know worst came to worst there was danger he could get out. Um, and then uh, we'll be we'll be right back. And we we uh. Go back on the ship. We're gonna we're gonna go get ready. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. All right. All right so he's you... off the ship. All right. My so, job's done. So you carry <laughs> him off the ship and you bury him very slightly into the sand on the beach at the north side of the docks. Okay. And it's now about 10 p.m. and you guys are all back on the boat. I think I'm gonna go back to the hand of mouth. You guys think you got this? Yeah, we got this. I, I mean, <laughs> I want to go see what's happening with that warehouse with that note that I had found. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, you guys can absolutely split up. Like that's the point of this prequel. Olive, Each of you, you has do a you quest. Do you need me? Olive. Olive. Yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, just what I call you Adelaide. sometimes, Adelaide. Adelaide uh, do you... Oh, love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, all of you. Oh, great. Uh, Adelaide, do you? Do you need me, or have I done my part here? I mean, you can come along, but if not, I'm gonna try to get to Atafia. I'm back in my accent again. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with with Claire. Okay, if uh, things don't work out, Aveda's <laughs> in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> weird. Weird. Bye. <laughs> I go off the ship. Okay, so Claire and Wilhelmina leave the ship, and you said you were going towards the warehouse? Yeah. Okay. So, Adelaide, for your boat, yep. <laughs> you have to roll, since you are not proficient mm -hmm. with land or water vehicles. Oh, I wait. Are you proficient with water vehicles? Water vehicles. You are. Hey. Okay. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes. So, <clears throat> um, you, though, okay. are a one-person yeah. crew. Yeah. <laughs> Of a large merchant ship. I, do I know where any of my colleagues or workmen 
the, went to? The, the people in terms of who had previously been employed by your original captain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know that they're pretty much dispersed throughout the city. Uh, do I know where the captain is? The captain, no. The captain is gone. In terms of the last time you saw him, it was the day that he lost the ship. Great. Well, I mean... I mean, you can look for him. This is you can chance. ask around. <clears throat> this is my chance to really just... Mm -hmm. I don't even know his name. Oh, yeah, sorry. I did not write the captain's name down. The okay. captain's name is Vaxus. V-A-X-U-S. I think I got some time. Um, <clears throat> shit. I can take it and have a chance. Alright, I'm gonna get off the ship and... Wait. I'm gonna look for any diaries and try to learn, like, see if there's okay. any word about winning this ship and... Okay, or... yeah, sure. <clears throat> okay, so you head down into the captain's quarters? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll for investigation. Fucking hey. <laughs> Six. Six? Yeah. Okay. So while inside the captain's chambers, <laughs> you find that um, there's not really any notes in terms of, you know, about how they won the ship. Um, it's mostly just Tuck talking about how he was, in his personal notes, uh, since he is now the captain, um, his personal notes are just a kind of disclosure of how he's been only able to do so much with his trading because he had a limited supply of ships and he was attempting to save up some of his wealth to purchase a second ship, um, but he was thrilled to be able to win this ship um, from the Captain Vaxus and his first mate, Caleb. Okay. <laughs> well, if there's nothing else notable here that I can find, I'm going to give myself about... 20 minutes or so to go out and try to just quickly all of a sudden just look for Caleb Rebaxis. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. So, um, are you looking on the docks or are you trying to go somewhere else in the city? Or are you going back to the hand of mouth? Do I, do I know what Vaxis looked like? Yeah. What did he look like? Vaxis was a tall, muscular man, about like six foot three. Um, mostly bald, like short black hair. But, you know, very short, almost buzzed. Baldish. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like a black beard. Okay. But he was a human. Alright. Uh, you knew him as a successful fighter. Um. I'm gonna run over. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna run to the hand and mouth. Okay. Try to get this before I lose this opportunity. Okay. Alright, so you run back to the Hand of Mouth. Um, Claire, uh, you and Wilhelmina have returned. You see that inside most of the uh, people, in terms of the fans of the band, are drunkenly singing out their favorite tunes of the Matthews Dave band. You can see that most of the members of the band, though, have already been lured back into the previous, like, into the back hallways. Um, you see one of the members, though, there is someone that you kind of recognize. Uh, someone you've met before. Do I know their name? Uh, roll for history. 
three. Three? You feel like you do, but you're not entirely sure because you didn't get that good of a look at him, so you're not sure if this is actually that person. But you got a, you know, quick glance as he ran back through the crowd towards the one of the rooms in the back. Um... I'll go back to that later. I go up to Viv okay. and ask her if she needs any help and, like, how she's feeling. Okay. Oh, I mean, my, my belly has been hurting for uh, about an hour or so now. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Are we not at the warehouse? No, we're at the hand of mouth. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think it's like a tummy ache, or do you think... <laughs> My God! <laughs> you, I, I am pregnant, dear, I you know. I, I understand. I mean, do you think that there's a possibility that the baby's coming? It, it could very well be. I'm in quite a lot of pain. Should we take you to the doctors? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could call him here. Okay, I'll call him. What's his name? Jacob. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No wonder why I'm fucked up. <laughs> I called Jacob. Ring, ring. <laughs> no, Jacob, get your ass over here right now. <laughs> I just call out to him from where I am. Just Jacob. No, I go. I walk out of the hand of mouth and go. Okay, so Suta actually, uh, you two can see. Uh, Suta leads, leads Viv back through the back hallway into one of the rooms at the back of the, the tavern and you can hear that Viv is kind of beginning to like moan out in pain uh, and you step out into the streets and the local cleric that Jacob runs here uh, is his own little private shop he's not really like the successful cleric, he's the local one that helps with the hand and mouth um, you know, recovery program I guess we'll call it <laughs> Okay. so you just kind of rush over and you know bang quickly on the door and then just oh hey huh what and you just hear it and then the door opens <laughs> okay oh, no. i'm Mark. not what jacob huh? hey jacob oh we we need you oh viv's having her baby 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 oh wow ah okay i can do one of those yeah that <laughs> all right uh, where's she at? It's a hand of mouth. The place she always is. Yeah, that place. I love that place. It's a good place. Fucking, I'm gonna smack him. Oh. oh. <laughs> Snap out of it. Snap out of what? Whatever's going on with your brain. This is <laughs> my brain. <laughs> You're right. There's a baby to be born. I have to do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> grab his hand and start like marching him over okay so yeah you kind of like pull I'm gonna him pull out. the door behind him and just like as she's pulling i'm pushing okay so yes you you drag and pull jacob over to the hand and mouth okay i bring him to the back room where viv is okay thank you <laughs> fix the baby Fi fix the baby oh god you broke oh, the baby no, jacob the baby. come on you know what she means it's not a euphemism don't fix the baby deliver the baby please yeah what she said 
Okay, sure. Uh, hot water and towels, please. Okay. okay, I run and go grab the hot water. You get, I get the, the towels. towels. Okay, so yes, you go over to a little kind of like linen closet, and you run over to the small kitchen, and you can see that there's a man in here kind of like stirring a large pot over a stove. Octavian. Octavian. Oh! Hello! Hello, I need, I need hot water. Hot water? Yeah, Are you big... making your own noodles? No, I'm not. But if you could make some for me, yes. and just put them aside the for me, that'd be great. The noodles in Northmore. That's what I am known for. Yes, please. Please make me some. I love your noodles. Okay, and he's They're just great. stirring. But I need the water first. Oh, yes. Uh, do you want me to drain the noodles and then you use this water? Probably not. I need <laughs> to be, like, <laughs> sterile. Noodle it's water. For, no, it's for Viv. Viv? She's having a baby. Oh, for a baby yes. delivery. Yeah, Jacob okay. needs it. Jacob. Oh, does he need noodles? No, just the hot water, Just please. the hot water. Yes, you. got you. it. One big hot water coming up. So he grabs another pot, puts it on the little, like, wood-burning stove, and he just starts dumping, like, four or so buckets into the pot. And it'll, you know, take a few minutes. Water does not just boil instantly. Okay, I'm going to cast press the digitation to help heat it up. Heat it up? Yeah, okay. quicker. Right. So, yeah, so you're heating it up. You grab some towels, and you take them back in, and Suta just kind of quickly opens the door, grabs the towels from me. Thank you! And slams the door. <laughs> I like open it just a little bit and I'm like, can I come in? Oh, it's. Uh, do, do, what help could you be uh, in the delivering of a baby? I can be the supportive staff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we do need people out front though to make sure that the bar is okay. It's okay, Wilhelmina can do it. She's getting the hot water. I'll get the hot water first. <laughs> okay, could you get the hot water from Wilhelmina? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Do you have the hot water, Wilhelmina? So as you're walking back actually towards the kitchen, one of the doors in the hallway just kind of like cracks open. And you see that there's, uh, this is for Claire, you see that like a face kind of like leans out. Claire. That you? It's me. Get in here. <laughs> okay. He just kind of opens the door, and you just... And then he slams the door. So, Wilhelmina, you are in the kitchen waiting on the hot water? Yep. Okay. I'm still just... Bang, 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 bang. Heating it okay. up. Okay. All right. So, the water has begun to boil. Okay. And uh, Octavian just kind of pulls it off of the stove and dips, like, you know, one of the large metal buckets in, and then he hands it to you kind of like a bucket, you know, what has got a little handle up at the top. Okay. If you need more, I can keep the water hot. Okay. Thank you. I need to check something real quick. Uh, okay, I'm going to chill the handle of the bucket so I don't burn my hands, because mm -hmm. he did just dip it into boiling Correct. water. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to do that. I'm gonna okay. Bam! And then okay. I'm going to run carefully, you know, holding the bucket okay. back to back to Viv. <laughs> All right, so you don't really slosh any water because you go carefully. Great. Uh, and then you get to the door, mm -hmm. knock on the door. Suta just kind of opens it. Ah, yes, ah. It's the water. Wilhelmina, thank you. It's hot. It's, yes, thank you. Be careful. Thank you. And she takes the bucket, and you can see, kind of like in, you see just the large bed in here where it's got um, no real, like, decorative kind of quality stuff on it. It's just a large master bed where it's got kind of like bedposts coming up, and you see Viv, and just like, oh, why did I do this? I'm going to pull the door shut. Okay, thank you. My decency. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm going to walk down the hallway just to, like, towards the front so okay. I can watch the front front of the house. Okay. All right. So, yes, you, you walk back towards the front of the tavern. Um, Adelaide, you are? Running into the the, the end. Okay. And so, yes, you run inside, and you see Wilhelmina stepping out of the hallway. Hey. 
Of what are you doing? We have having a baby. We have having a baby already. It's already been nine months. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, I believe. <laughs> yes, it does. I, I think so. How did it go? I, um... Oh, wait, are there people... I'm also asking, because I wasn't here. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I, other people, like... We're in the main yeah. place. Are there people yeah. around? Yeah, there are still people around who are fans of the Matthews Day band I, who are still singing tales of the songs. I pull uh, Wilhelmina out outside mm -hmm. to tell her. Okay. I say, um... Um, that's my sheep, and I need to find um, my, uh, the captain that I used to work for, or the uh, the first, the first, what was the first mate? First mate. Um, and I need your help to find them, but also uh, we should also check out the warehouse because now it's pretty later now, right? I'm it's assuming. like ten thirty now. Ten thirty, okay, okay. almost. But did you move the ship? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you, I am trying did to you, find. Did you sink the ship? <laughs> nope. Like IRL, did you? No. Did you, okay. <laughs> did you sink? Did you pull a grimdar? No. Okay. I, uh, I got. We got it, and then basically, I'm just like, I don't want to take a chance. I want to try to find the captain first. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go to the warehouse then. Let's do it. Okay. Yep. So the two of you rush over towards the warehouse, and it's now like 11 o'clock. <laughs> so as you get to the warehouse, you can see that the door is still closed. You don't really hear any commotion or anything inside. Okay, is there any windows I can look in? No, it's still just the singular kind of like bro broken-ish skylight kind of thing on the top on the roof. Shit. I mean, I can try to... Is there like a, a pipe or something I can try to climb up uh, the side of the building? I mean, there's not really like plumbing and gutters. I know, but like... I'm just going to open post. Okay, I mean, sure, we'll go with that approach. You just open the door? I'm just gonna try to open Do the door. Do we know who this meeting was for? Or do we have, we have no idea? That I know. old man that I stole money who, from. Who was it? It was for uh, Tristan and Marcus. They had, were doing their transaction. But they were here earlier. Yes. They're, so then, they're supposed to, but the 10 o'clock meeting. Yes. Or you knew about that. I knew about the 10 o'clock I don't know meeting. the 10 o'clock meeting, but I saw them. I heard them talking. Okay. And then something so got... So they're probably dead, so I'm not going to disguise myself as them, because that would be insane. <laughs> so that's not great. How's your uh, your talking skills? Oh, real good. Okay. That's charisma, you know right? Yes. Real good. Then I'm going to need that just in case. You need the mouth? I need that <laughs> mouth. All right. <laughs> I'm going to need that mouth real good. Okay. Okay. So you open the door. Okay. And I'm like, if anyone asks... We're just trying to get, find supplies for a baby that's being born. Okay. <laughs> just in case. Okay. I'm just going to open the door. Okay, so yeah, you... And inside, you see that it's uh, kind of like a storage facility. Uh, so the, the walls are kind of piled high up with uh, crates of traditional ship gear. So you're looking at a lot of rope. You're looking at harpoons. You're looking at uh, cleaning objects. Um, similar things like that. Fishing gear as well. Um, you can see that on the floor, in the center of this, there is a small patch of still moderately fresh blood. Yep. Uh, you can see that it's dragged out towards the back because there is like an adjacent kind of exterior door, kind of like a back door, out at the back right area of this little warehouse. Uh, so you can see that the blood is dragged out to that. And that's it. There's no one in here. I'm going to walk. I think we should go that way. Okay. So you follow the blood trail? Yep. Okay. So yeah, you follow the blood trail and you go to that uh, back kind of door area and jiggle it slightly, but it does open and it opens you out and it leads out to the uh, edge of the docks. Okay. Do we see anything? I Other mean, you kind of look at the trail. trail. 
Uh, no, you don't even see the blood trail any longer. You okay. see, though, that there's, like, a set of footprints that are going out towards the, the beach. Now, is there, like, is this a dirt road, I'm assuming? Yes. Do I see any, like, dragging tracks of some sort or anything? No, you don't see any dragging tracks. You can see that there are tiny droplets of blood. So, like, you so know, every, carrying. like, few I'm just gonna, steps, like, yes. get the magnifying glass and start walking that way. <laughs> All right, Scoob. Detective style. Let's go, Scoob. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so you guys walk towards the beach. The tuck is. <laughs> I think it might be a different part of the beach. Is this a different part of the beach? No, this is the same we part of the beach. To, we may have to do How long has it been? It's been about an hour. It's been like an hour. Well, he's, he's either play. knocked out or he's ready to go. He's at this point, he's probably knocked out. That, that, I mean, the sleeping ship probably. He's a small in. man. Yeah, yeah probably he, I double dosed him. He's probably. Oh, you out. did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then. He asked for a big thing. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That so, yeah, he's probably dead. And paradox, time warp. Let's do it. Um. All right, well, she's taking care of a baby being born. Yep. Let's follow this trail of blood. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Wait, things that I mean, I have, normally. I mean, I feel like if this is blood, we should <laughs> maybe... Whores do normally. <laughs> we just, you know, go on adventures and look for... Follow blood trails at abandoned warehouses. Do you happen to have your... Gear on you? What gear? I don't know, something to go a stabby in case we get into trouble? Of course I do. Okay, just making sure, because I have What's mine. your weapon? Uh, you told me it was your a rapier. Bagpipe. Yeah, I have a dagger and a rapier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alright, so you're following the trail of blood? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you, you can see that it goes actually out onto the beach. Uh, you can actually see also that it kind of disappears into the water. So you can see that the... The waves kind of ripple up onto the beach, and the footsteps lead out to the water. Lost the fucking bodies, and <laughs> they suck that shit. Well, they didn't bury them on the beach. No, the oh, is that you, dears? <laughs> I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd know that floral aroma anywhere. <laughs> that must be you, Wilhelmina. Uh, I'm gonna cast Prestidigitation and blind them with lights. Oh, what? Yeah. So just like it's flickering really dark. Lights. So if I yes. flicker lights, he's gonna go blind oh. at least temporarily. Oh, it's flashbang! Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Little Mina, where are you? Let's run. It's and I'm gonna you cast. You said you were getting ready. And I'm gonna Prestidigitation again and cast a floral scent like away from our direction, so he thinks that it's coming from the other way. Oh, okay. okay. And then I'm gonna but fucking Mina, run. Come back! Come back, my darling. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you run off of the beach. Okay, so as you're running off, you can just hear him calling out one last time. Whatever was in that mead was luxurious. <laughs> I must have more. Oh, God. Oh, man. We're going to start this addict. <laughs> this is how we started. <laughs> All right. Um, shit. We should, okay, well, we only went to, like, a couple of places in the town. We should check out other places and get try to get information. I mean, I want to go look in the warehouse more. Okay, let's go. Let's do Is that. Is there like a main office in the warehouse? Uh, I mean, there's like a small office, yes. Okay. Is there not? I'm assuming there's not a light on. No. Okay. I'm going to go in there. Okay. So you go into the small office at the back? Yes. Okay. I'll right. look around. Okay. So, yes. Uh, roll for investigation. Okay. You want me to as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, six. Well, 17. 17? Okay. Alright, so uh, Adelaide, you find that there is a uh, small kind of like parchment of paper here that it is a note um, signed from a man named uh, Malikus. I'm sorry, M-A-L-K-I-U-S? Yeah. Okay. Um, what is it? M-A-L- 
A-I. I mean, I spelled it C-H-U-S. It's but fine. It okay, I'll do that, yeah. But Malicus. Um, and you can just see that this is uh, a, a time, and it's it just literally says, Tonight with Claire. Yikes. Hmm. It's from Malicus or to Malicus? It's um, to Malicus. Okay. I'm assuming there's no nothing like love so and so. I'm the perpetrator. <laughs> no, it's just Malicus okay. tonight with Claire. Heart kisses sent. <laughs> okay. Um, do I see anything else, or was it just that? No, that's the there's only thing really in there. Okay. Everything else is just kind of not interesting paperwork. Okay. Well, that's odd. <laughs> we should probably go check on Claire, because that seems pretty. Yeah, she's having pretty a, weird. She's having a baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we should go check that out. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, we go back. We head back to the hand and mouth. Okay, so as you two are heading back to the hand and mouth, uh, Claire, you in this room with uh, this man, okay? Did you find her? I she's, did. She's still here then tonight? Mm-hmm. That's what I look like. Is she well or? She won't be in a little bit. Where is she now? Um, in the back of the tavern. In the the room at the very back, the master's room? Yes. Yes. Are there any guards in there for her? Um, uh, not really guards, but there's other people. Who is in there? How many? Like, three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Ask like a super specific question and she answers, or clearly she knows it. It's not. Why is she asking so many questions? Shut up, you're not here, you don't know what I'm yeah, saying. We're not there. I'm just something paranoid, okay? We're not there. <laughs> Who is with her? Um, do you want names? Yes. Suta. Oh no, okay. Um, Jacob. He can be handled. Was there anybody else in there? Mm. Two people then, just those two. Just the two? You need to cause a commotion in the front of the bar to get Suta out of the room. I can do that. Good. Good girl. And I leave. Okay. So yeah, you step Don't out look at me. into the front <laughs> of the tavern. <laughs> Ophi's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a different I... Ophi. <laughs> <laughs> Not run... the same one as earlier. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Adelaide's like, oh no, baby. Okay, so yes, yeah, so you step out into the front of the tavern. I run out and I'm like, there's a fire in the kitchen, everybody out! Octavian! <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean, people literally start pouring out of the bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, during this commotion, you can hear the, the doors opening of the private rooms as people kind of just, like, peek out and are looking out into the area that you're in. Just, Fire! Leave! Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they just kind of pour out and you watch as the other girls that they were with are like, Is it really on fire? Yes. Where? Kitchen. Kitchen? Leave. <laughs> Leave? Leave. One word. <laughs> now. <laughs> get. Roll for persuasion. Don't get. <laughs> Why? Why? You don't roll it enough. You just drop the yeah. die. What is that persuasion? Yeah. Uh, eight. An eight? Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. So, yeah. I mean, they're like, huh, huh, just, can you... Well, Octavian, you have to save Octavian. He's already fine. He's out. Go. Fuck. 
Okay. <laughs> right. So they just kind of start. He can't die. Yeah, they start rushing out. Okay. And then you hear the door at the back kind of open up and you see that Suta's walking out. What? Are, what is going on? Suta, there's a fire in the kitchen, but Octavian's outside. Go make sure he's okay. I think he was burned. But the... I cannot, Go! I, cannot, I got it. I got I it. I got let the, the building burn. I got the water. I got the kitchen. I got it. Just okay. go make sure Octavia's So you actually okay. see that Malachus is standing behind Suta, and he hits her in the back of the head. Okay. And Suta just I mean, crumples down. I mean, you didn't have to do that. I was her getting knees. her out. This is the only way we can do this. Okay, Hurry. fine. Okay. Run into the room. Yep. So the, you and Malachus run into the back of the room, and as you burst the door open, you can see that Jacob is just kind of like ass up under the sheets. Like <laughs> Viv's, <laughs> knees are, Viv's knees are like splayed out. Is, he, is he nude? <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course he This is. is how you give birth. <laughs> Everyone has to be naked. <laughs> okay, so yes, you can see like Jacob's ass is just up in the air and out. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. You, you handle Jacob, I handle. You can take her? Yes. Okay. All right. So the two of you kind of rush in, and you see, like, a pouring out of people. What's what's happening? Do I see, like, Octavian or anything? They, they're fire! They said fire in There's the kitchen! There's a fire! But I mean, I can solve that. <laughs> I run, run in. I take out my rapier. Okay. I run into the kitchen. Okay. Yeah, there's no fire. Baby cakes is on fire. They said there was fire. Do you see fire? No. Do you smell fire? No. There's no fire. I smell noodles. <laughs> I run back out. There's no fire. Something, something weird's going on. <laughs> we gotta find Viv. She's giving birth. <laughs> well, if there's no fire and somebody said there's a fire, she might be in danger. Ah. <laughs> Just kind of logical. All right. We're being logical prostitute. We're being robbed. Octavian, you fuck. Let's go. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> you are so right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the two of you rush with Octavian back towards the master's room. Uh, you kind of like burst open the door. And you can see that uh, Claire is standing over Viv, who is just kind of like desperately trying to press her off. And Claire has her rapier and is attempting to stab Viv. Okay, I, stand, I stand, stand. mage hand, and I just smack her in the back of the head. Like, Claire? Yeah. You can't, no, Viv. can't do like an attack attack. That's fine. I'm just trying to like get her attention. Just like, okay, yeah, distract so get her. her to stop. Okay, so, yeah. You feel like kind of like a dink in the back of your head as you kind of like lurch forward very slightly. What are you doing? I grab the bucket that the hot water was in and I just throw it at him and I'm like, get out! Throw it at Wilhelmina? Yeah. I'm gonna okay. chill it in the air. Okay, so yeah, you just thrust Look the bucket and it like slushes and it like... <laughs> Smells, baby! You yeah. just feel like or like cool water just like... Oh. <laughs> Refreshing! And I now like everything around you is very wet and revealing. <laughs> That's fine. I slap her again with the mage hand. Okay. So you slap her again. Uh, you can also see that um, off to the side, uh, Jacob is just kind of like been tackled and is on the ground with this strange looking man over top of him. How do you say his name? Malachus. Malachus, get him. I'm... I mean, you can do two <laughs> things at once. Has the baby been birthed yet? No. <laughs> Shit, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> kind of busy fighting the fucking cleric. Is I'm there something go. around me? <laughs> like something I can throw? I mean... Like, there's a nightstand, there's it. candles. I throw a candle at him. At who? At Wilhelmina. Okay, so yeah, there's a candle being thrown at your head now, Wilhelmina. Okay, um, I... Is it lit? Yes. I'm gonna just snuff it out. Okay, so you snuff out the flame, but like the candle just like donks you in the forehead. <laughs> I'm taking my goddamn dagger. Okay. And I'm just gonna like... Like, do you know how like when you 
throw. Can like, I try it... to interact with that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're. Tr you... What are you trying to do? I'm throwing. throwing like I take it. Like here's the tip of it, and I go like this, and I throw it at his head. So I'm gonna grab one of my darts head. and try to knock her. Like hit her. Like hit her hand. Hit the, oh, hit her hand. Yeah. Yeah. Make an attack roll. <clears throat> what are you hitting me with? A dart. A dart. Oh. Bitch. Like an actual dart, like a like, like an a actual dart. yeah. Okay. Um. Does it do anything or just hurt you? It hurts. So okay. what do I? I use dexterity. It's an attack roll. Okay, and it's dexterity plus proficiency. Okay. Okay. Um, fifteen. What's your armor? Fourteen. Right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that hits you in the hand. Roll your damage. Okay, so it's one d four plus four piercing. What's the attack bonus again? What was that for? The attack bonus okay. is for your roll to hit, which you just did, oh, so okay. you're good. Four plus four. So, so eight. eight. So you're like, you feel this dart, like as you start to go to throw your dagger, you feel this dart kind of like hit right into your wrist and you just drop your dagger like onto the bed and it like, dink, plunges down like right next to Viv's thigh, like like slices her thigh slightly. I... Oh, fucking shot her! <laughs> and I was like, grab it! Oh yeah, I'm gonna use mage hand. Before and... he before he tries to do that, I try to grab it with my other hand, like the one that uh, Adelaide hit me with, um, in my I guess left hand, because that's okay. what I was throwing it with. Yes. I'm gonna try and just take that hand and like use that to like hold Viv's hands away, and then try and get it with my right hand and just be like, "Stop it! She needs to die." <laughs> okay. So you had your rapier out, though. Oh. So your rapier is in your right hand. You were throwing the dagger with your left. So then just I leave that there, and I just keep trying to... Okay, so then you're going to try to stab Viv again with your rapier? Yeah. Okay, you have to make a strength check against her. She's disadvantaged because she's giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> so 16, and then an at 20. So oh, oh my God. Eight. Eight? <laughs> okay. So yeah, she's just, oh, you fucking bitch! I thrusted you! Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast uh, dissonant whispers on the uh, the other guy. On Malicus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what saving throw do I have to make for him? Um, that is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. All right. So just so you guys can see, he's a plus one. Uh, Eleven. What's your spell modifier for what I make a difficulty uh, check against? DC 13, and then modifier is plus 5. So I fail. So yeah. 11 is less than 13. So yeah, what's the yep. effect? Uh, so you take 3d6 psychic damage, oh! and you must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as its speed allows from you. The creature doesn't move, obviously, into dangerous ground. Uh, yeah, so you okay. have to run out of the room. You yes. literally say shit to him, and it's like, your fucking shit's weak. Yeah, so and then he yeah, just whisper in his ear. So you can roll you're, a 3d6, actually, for the damage you deal to me. Uh, five, two, one. So eight. Yep. I, like, try to get on top of Viv. Well, hold on, because this okay. actually provokes an attack of opportunity from Jacob, because it okay. moves. So Jacob, uh, Olive used to have dissonant whispers. I yeah. think she still actually does. All right, Jacob is gonna punch. Yeah, for four <laughs> damage. <laughs> <laughs> four punch. Good job, Jacob. Okay, so yeah, he's moving away, and he actually just like literally steps into the corner of the room because he has to move away from you. 
Yeah. And you were kind of like in the doorway. So okay. he can't leave the room. Sure. He gets up off Jacob and just like crawls literally into the corner and is just looking at the corner of the room. Okay. Okay. So. I try to get on top of Viv's chest. Like, okay. straddle her like chest like above the baby bump. Yeah. And, um, what? <laughs> Stab her in the fucking face. <laughs> no, I'm still like trying to keep our hands down, and I just say, um, I just say, you need to die. You killed my dad. Okay. All right. So, are you attempting to stab again? Yes. Okay. Make an attack roll. Don't try this one. What if she kills the baby? All of a sudden. Poof. No, Nina. Try rolling it a little bit more. <laughs> Because you just kind of drop it, and you're just going to get, like, the same rolls. Okay. That's a lot better. Yeah. 23. 23? Okay, yeah. You strike. Do your rapier damage. I, really I mean, hitting her once isn't going to, like, kill her. No. <laughs> but, like, yes, I mean, Viv can still be definitely injured sure. here. <laughs> Five damage. Five. Okay, yeah, Viv's fine. <laughs> okay. So you kind of like stab towards Viv and she like moves and you just like nick her cheek. Okay. So you just kind of like slice slightly a little horizontal slash coming up her cheek. Okay. Okay. So, um, Adelaide. Okay. Um, I'm going to run over to, um, uh, Malicus. Okay. With my dagger. Okay. In can't intimidate the fucker. Um, I'm gonna try to cut his throat. Yeah, I mean, he's his back is to you. He's literally turned into a corner. You'll have yeah. advantage. Okay. That's a nat 20. Yeah. So you roll your damage dice twice. So it's eight damage. Right, yeah. So you... And you just see, like, this spray of blood just splash all over the corner of this room. (laughs) Like, spreads out, like, wings just, like, flashing over the corner of the room. And he just kind of, like... You won't be staying at the hand and mouth anymore, baby. It was great, though! (laughs) I'm just like... (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. Malicus is dead. Okay, oh, um, so before place. I do anything else, I'm going to just yell, Octavian, get in here! Oh, did you need more hot water? No, we need to save Viv! Oh, fuck! Get your weapons! And he just kind of runs in. Oh, get my weapons? Yes. <laughs> I have to go get my weapons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> turns around. Um, <laughs> comes back in with just like a pot of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> what did you need them for? I, weapons, not noodles. I heard the noodles. Are no, you weapons, sure you weapons. didn't say noodles? Just use, weapons. The, just use the noodles. And you're just like struggling with them. <laughs> uh, weapons. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and try to knock the rapier out of her hand. Out of her hand? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. You make an attack roll and you make a strength check. 17. What is that? What would get added for that? Uh, just your proficiency and your spell casting bonus. So for you as a bard, it's charisma. Okay, so that's plus five. Mm -hmm. So that's 18. 18, yeah. So you smack and the rapier goes like... And like dings into the wall over Viv's head. Like right in front of your face, Claire. Okay. Can I I still have my dagger? 
Yeah, you still have your dagger. Can I use my bonus action? I'm gonna grab the hilt of the rapier and like shove it all the way to the base into the wall so like she can't get it out. Yeah, so you just kind of like. <laughs> yeah. I take out my dagger. Okay. So yeah, I mean now Wilhelmina is right next to the bed, just like shoving the rapier in. I take out the dagger and try to stab Wilhelmina. Where? In her side, because like I'm guessing she's yeah, like. Yeah, she's like on your left, yeah. like leaning in yeah, front so of like, you to like put that out. In the side. Okay. okay. Yes, you have. What? I mean, yeah. Did you, you pull the dagger out of the bed? Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was this for? Attack. Yeah. It's attacking 16. with your dagger. Sixteen. What's your yeah. armor? It hits. It's fourteen. Okay. You hit. Uh, God fucking <laughs> damn it! Five. Five. Bitch. Okay, you take five. <clears throat> okay. okay. Uh, Viv is going to spread her white wings. Ooh. And then she is going to attempt to attack Claire as well, because she can make unarmed punch attacks, but she has uh, additional radiant damage if she hits. So, uh, 16, what's your armor? 14. 14, okay. So, the punch is 1, and then the radiant is a d6. So, 7 damage to you as I Viv punches you. I am at 0 health. <laughs> so, yes, Viv knocks you the fuck unconscious. Mm-hmm. Once again. Okay. And I'm just gonna push her off of the bed. Okay, because yeah, she was like lurched, like yeah. literally like tits yeah, into I'm just gonna, space, like, grab like, her. Forward, like I'm just gonna grab her. I tried to have a fucking baby! And just throw her off. There. Okay, so you just like like dump Claire off to the side of the bed. Yep. Okay. So um Yeah, I mean the two of you I'm gonna tie it up. Claire. Claire. Okay, okay, I thought you were gonna say the other guy. I was like, he's dead. What are you doing? I'm tying this baby up, y'all. <laughs> you cut his head off. He might escape. <laughs> the uh, body's still warm. I'm gonna try to help Viv. Viv, are you okay? The baby is coming. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob. Um, Just like pressing the belly. Let's go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use <laughs> song. Christ, you're gonna I'm kill gonna me. use uh, song of rest. Okay. Which does. Um, with a song, you and friendly creatures gain 1d6 additional healing Oh, at the end of a short rest. Well, you can just play a song while she gives birth. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Through the fire and flames, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jacob just kind of like slightly comes to and just crawls back under the sheet again. Oh, fuck! The baby is here! So uh, you actually, the two of you as you're watching... Uh, you see Viv, uh, her white wings as they're spread. You can see that the feathers begin slowly falling off as you begin to hear like a baby start to give its first cry. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that as the feathers fall <laughs> off, uh, they, <laughs> as the feathers fall off, uh, the wings begin to turn jet black. And yeah, the feathers become black feathers as they descend and fall to the ground. Viv, your, your wings! Oh, my fucking wings! Ow! <laughs> Why the fuck is this happening? I don't know. This is, this is horrible. This is not great for my wings. No, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> and that's the birth of not great. <laughs> <laughs> the birth of not great. So, uh, yes, you guys see that Jacob just kind of like slightly pulls back out of the sheet and he's got a tiny little baby Nina in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a horse. You're still playing the bagpipes, <laughs> just like in the baby's face. Hey, 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 hey. 
like my my whales. <laughs> <laughs> she was a performer from birth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that I think concludes the uh, first session of the prequel. Leaving with the birth here, we can eventually pick back up with these people. Cool. Um, because there is still additional things planned for this, but I feel like this is a good concluding part for this first prequel. Sure. Uh, and then announcement, and then did you want to fireside at all? Or Yeah, I mean, we can chat about stuff for a little bit. Um, so we knew this wasn't going to be the full the full three-hour session, um, but... Uh, but yeah, we're just gonna do like a little mini fireside chat uh, for you guys, um, so you can ask some questions about either this session, um, the other campaign. More of Adelaide. <laughs> we can talk about like our our you know character motivations and stuff for mm. for this session. I, we won't reveal too much other than what you guys know yeah. about. We're not gonna like give you detailed information, but you can ask questions about the other session as well. Mm -hmm. um, just chat about stuff for for a little bit, and then. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I will answer things that, you know, are not going to be completely unknown. Yeah. Like if there was something where somebody wanted to have a little bit more information about a character's motivations or. Um, and one other announcement is we are going to be adding another at least one more day of D&D uh, &D, um, sessions. It's going to start with Tuesdays. Um, and we're gonna do some one-shot campaigns and just kind of just hang out and have some fun. Just do some some short little uh, one-shot stuff for like mini campaigns. And guess um, who's DMing? I'm gonna be DMing the first one, whoop, whoop. so that's gonna be super <laughs> interesting. So that'll be this Tuesday. Um, we might also be adding a third day, uh, but it might rotate between Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm not 100% sure yes, how, but you. there will be more D&D content because we have <clears throat> this studio. So why not you you know? Put out more D and D content and, mm -hmm. and use it because it seems insane to only do it once a week for three hours. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm gonna be DMing on Tuesday at 7 p.m. our normal time uh, for a one shot. So make sure you guys come check that out. But yeah, we'll answer any questions you guys have about anything, uh, either campaign. Uh, just ask away. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk about some stuff. Cons consider this just a prequel episode. Uh, I wanted to take an opportunity, as I said, to go a little bit more in depth into some of the characters that we you know, have not really seen in a little while. We have not seen Viv in eight or nine episodes ever yep. since her saving of uh, Nina from the Infernal Door with Adonites. Uh We've not seen Tuck since the crew uh, left uh, Endon. Uh, so Viv killing Claire's dad. So this one is something that if you want, you can answer. We did not fully detail Claire's motivation. Uh, that was something that was going to be revealed in the warehouse at 10 p.m. But we missed that one. So go ahead. Um, well, that guy, Malicus, the mm -hmm. one that was... Um, Your partner. Tackling, yeah, the one yeah. that like talked to me and stuff. Um, he was supposedly hired by Viv to kill my father. Um, he had... Uh, found me and told me that and he showed me like our family crest with like the W for our last name mm -hmm. and um, that he had taken the night that I was killed and um, then we started plotting to get my revenge yeah on Viv yeah. so um, this was another thing that we didn't really get an opportunity much to go into in the beginning uh, each of your characters have been in the hand and mouth for a set amount of time um I think I listed it on the other two. I don't believe I listed it on yours. I don't think so. Yeah. Not that I can recall. Um, 
yours, Wilhelmina, uh, you have been working there for like four years. Okay. Um, so everybody came to the um, hand and mouth for different reasons. Uh, Adelaide's ship, you were a sailor. Uh, your ship was lost when the captain lost the ship to Tuck. That is part of the uh, way in which Tuck's empire began to expand. It was him getting a second ship uh, to be able to essentially uh, start to be able to trade more frequently between Northmore and Southmore. Um, uh, Claire came to the hand and mouth when... Eight years ago? Yeah, eight years ago when her father, who was an abusive drunk, uh, was murdered. And then Wilhelmina came to the uh, hand and mouth. I believe it was like five or six years ago, actually. Okay. Uh, your parents were killed and robbed in the street, and so you yep. were an orphan. That is correct. Yep. I'll put five years. Yeah. But yes, there is absolutely more stuff for uh, this prequel campaign. Because um, oh, I have to open it up on my phone because my iPad died. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, just call the episode, like, 23.5. <laughs> I just changed it to, uh, like, I changed the, the stream title to uh, Fireside Chat. Okay. Just so that way it's clear we're not yeah, playing, playing anymore. We're just doing discussion stuff. <clears throat> uh, yes, Claire started working in the tavern at, like, eight years old. Uh, originally, she came in just as... Like a little maid, essentially. That's why it was my first time today. Yes, uh, that was why she was the one who was sweeping with Viv. Yeah, and um, Villamina is chaotic neutral, so it makes sense that I like lit the guy's shoes on fire because he was being a pain in the ass and wouldn't let us rob him. So yeah, yeah, I made all of you chaotic neutral just because, in terms of traditional alignment, it's what makes the most sense. Chaotic yeah. means that you're not following the law; you work as prostitutes. Yep. Uh, Pretty much, that was why I wanted to have it where the the beginning portion of it was, despite being awkward and uncomfortable for you guys to be flirtatious and stuff, it was built around you gathering mm -hmm. information for your story as well as the direction of what the plot was with Claire. Sure. That was why I wanted you guys to keep your backstory secretive. Sure. Once we got into it, it was fine. I was just like, please don't start with me. Please don't start <laughs> with me. Um... Because it's always, like, starting with new characters and doing the first thing in the first episode is always super weird. Mm -hmm. It's not just, like, the first time that we played, it was the first session and the first time that we had played, like, at all Never. with those characters. So it was really weird. Um, this was only awkward, like, super briefly just because you have to get into the new... Yeah, now that we're used to this... Yeah, it, it, went, it got better mm -hmm. a lot quicker because we're used to playing now and we're used to being on stream and olive does have an accent but i haven't really been doing it because uh i feel like this would be a good time to start doing like different accents and voices and mm -hmm. stuff but i don't know if Olive's gonna i'm gonna use her accent in, in the uh, other campaign but we'll see it uh, just it gets to be too hard especially with podcast stuff if you have like too heavy of an accent people are not gonna be able to understand yeah. like what's happening i'm not super concerned about this one because your volume was probably a little bit low just because you were with the accent and we're talking quieter mm -hmm. I'm still going to podcast this, but it's not as important as, like, the main campaign. Mm -hmm. It still is, but not as important. Um, yeah. I would love for there to be art. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were hoping, like, that we were going to get some character art done, but we just didn't get to it. Um, 
but oh for for just so you guys know for the wall behind uh where carl and paul sit the reason there's no shelves and stuff over there is because that's going to be our like hall of heroes mm -hmm. um so we're going to have artwork of different scenes from whatever you know this campaign uh whatever like the next campaign is it'll change um, of like different people so like there would probably be one of like wooey up there so that's why we didn't put a ton on that wall because um, we wanted to put up some artwork behind them and just have some some interesting stuff yeah i mean the idea with having this directed as pippin's tavern um is yeah. the the wanderer's hideaway it's essentially a location where people are coming in and retelling the tales of other adventurers claims that they've gone through so that would be their way of serving as a memoriam for the most interesting or heroic tales. So the, the first artwork idea we had was um, the scene of Wooey's death with him uh, leaning on his club against the tree branch and, you know, kind of like offering the club to Grimdar and asking him to become king of apes and lead them to safety and then no, they all he died. did that all right well i mean to be fair <laughs> that is paul's fault he did cause mass chaos and we had to get the fuck out of there mm -hmm. so technically brand's fault grimdor fucked up a lot of stuff on that island but that wasn't wasn't one of them not grimdor's um, fault yeah and the reason that we we did this as a tavern um i just think it's fun it's just more immersive i mean there's a lot of stuff that you guys can't see off camera obviously um that you guys saw during the intro video, which I'm still super happy with. Mm -hmm. Just for us, just playing and being yeah. in this space is so much better. Like, we don't have to deal with the cats as much as I love them. John and Kelsey are both allergic and, like, yep. die. Actually murder. So, the fact that there's no longer a carpet in here to absorb, like, cat hair. This room has rarely ever had a cat in here because mm. it was basically stripped down to nothing. Which is so, they're, like, mm. not dying. Um, we don't have to deal with the cats like eating the dice and just being in like an immersive space like this and playing is a lot of fun. But it also puts a fun twist on it in that we are the characters recanting our stories at mm -hmm. the tavern. Mm -hmm. So it's like as we're playing, we're not actually experiencing it in real time. We're like retelling what happened at mm -hmm. a tavern with other people. So it's just kind of a fun twist on like traditional D and D is it's, yeah it it's makes it also stories. where it's one of those things where the idea of you will tell the most grandiose version of your own tale you right. will embellish your own story you will appear as heroic as you did in your own mind that's what makes it to me a little bit more satisfying where grimdar is talking about all the things grimdar did in his times right. yep um yeah there's definitely gonna be more like backstory one shots which might still include all of us um i don't know if we'll do them on regular campaign days because we definitely are going to start doing some more like fireside chats like full sessions mm -hmm. of, uh, of just discussion things um it i don't know it'll just be you know just drinks and snacks and like hanging out and discussing different things we'll have to see if that warrants a full episode or if we do want to do like one shot background stuff and then do fireside chats after it mm -hmm. um i don't know but it depends because this way we're we will rarely ever miss a saturday because even if somebody can't be here i guess with the exception of me um we can still put on a show and yeah. do something so that mm -hmm. way you guys have content um which is why we want to add more days too but, but yeah um 
I want to talk about the one thing that I thought was interesting with, uh, you just break into my house. I mean, if they knew how to set everything up, if it wasn't, like, mega complicated, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have an issue with that. Uh, sadly, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a lot of shit to make work. That it's, it's not just, like, push one button. I have to do a ton of shit, uh, to, like, make it workable. I end um, up breaking all the cameras. Yeah, please no. <laughs> bink, bink, they're on. Everything's fine, we can roll. I am really happy with how we've managed to put the cameras that you guys can't see anything. Because um, mm -hmm. that wasn't possible with the webcams because we just couldn't zoom in enough with them. But um, there's obviously one there. There's one, you can see my hand there, um, um, which I'll just like refocus on you. You can see me. Um, <laughs> and then John's is actually pointed outwards. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, it's on a stand that sticks out a little bit and then the other camera points down at the table But we've managed to frame it so that we guys can't see any of them Which I'm really happy about and as you can see John actually switched to a headset now Which I'm assuming it seemed way easier. You look yeah, way more like I can move. Yeah, yeah like you don't that. have to just constantly bink, look. Bink, bink, yeah. <laughs> well, you also don't have to just like look in one direction and turn your head You can just go anywhere. So yes. it just seems way better and more fluid. So that's really the only thing that's like immersion breaking is the headsets, which there's nothing I can do about, unfortunately, because it is a basement. Um, yeah, we wouldn't I be able to have try. like boom mics or anything. Yeah, I tried to do like lapel mics, but they sucked. Um, mm -hmm. You have to get like really expensive ones for them to not sound like shit. And uh, we tried like overhead mics, and those didn't work either, just because of the like the air conditioning system and stuff. Um, but yeah, the one thing with Grimdar, so when Grimdar smashed Dorg, uh, when we found out that Dorg was a traitor, um, the reason that I said nothing, which seemed underwhelming at the time, like I just smashed him and didn't say anything, was basically my way of, and I, like I considered saying something, but it was basically my way of pointing out to the viewers that that was Grimdar kind of like snapping back to reality because he'll do anything to protect his friends because that's all he has yeah. anymore. Because like his family, yeah, your family dead. is his dead. His kingdom's fucked. The king's dead. Like mm -hmm. I have nothing. Grimdar had nothing else. Um, so he just, you know, without thinking about it, didn't take even a second to like say goodbye. He just smashed him because anything that will negatively impact his friends, Grimdar is not going to do. So that was why I did that, and I talked to John about it after the fact, and he like agreed that that made sense, just character oh, yeah, absolutely. wise, um, to do that rather than some like big like goodbye, buddy, and you know, s you know, sadly crushing him or something. I wanted it to be like, you know, he's back to normal. I mean, not normal, obviously, he's not normal. <laughs> he's not a normal. He's man. not a normal man. Clearly, he's he's a fucking broken man, but. I loved how you thought in this that the gruffy dwarf at the end of the bar was going to be Grimdar. I, I thought there was a chance. The way you described him, I was like, <laughs> probably not. But I was like, there's still, you never know. I could bang myself. It's funny that, because you know, we were actually talking about it in the car on our way here. We're like, how hilarious would that be <laughs> if we made Wilhelmina, like, um, hit on Grimdar. That would be And, funny. like, try and get him to, like, go in the back room. <laughs> And then what was the thing that we had said that we thought was hilarious? Oh. What did we say? Instead of, uh, if I oh, was, a, if bink, I was acting out Grimdar, it would have been like, I know how to have a good time. Wink, wink. <laughs> 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 I realized it was definitely years prior because of uh, the first thing when we saw Suta, her hair yeah. was different. I'm like, oh, yep. okay, we're definitely years behind. Yeah, this is, in, this is far in the past. So yeah. would that be a point where 
Grimdar still was part of 20 years ago. So okay. yeah, I was still I was still so I could have been part of like the people that mined these orbs. Well, yes, you were. That's yeah. actually a big portion of what the the backstory does include. Like that's why this this prequel is not to me just like a stupid little one shot. Like yeah. there is sincerely a good amount of information that I can build. Not a completely separate kind of idea for it. And obviously it does need to be moderately limited because we can't have time paradox things. Like, yeah. I mean, again, Viv would not have died today. You guys were level two. Viv is still like the level 11 or 13 or whatever sure. rogue that she has always been. She was not realistically, uh, unless you guys had done something where you all dramatically turned on her, which would not have been something I would have assumed you would have made your character's motivations suddenly no. change for. Like... That was the idea for having one of you. It was also neat to just finally have you guys attack each other for a meaningful yeah, reason. Yeah, I, did, I didn't see that coming no, at all. That, that threw me. I did not ex I did not expect that. Oh, 20 years ago, Olive was a little girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you would have literally been like a baby girl. She's, still, she's still in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's very happy in Zedillia. Yep. Everything is still peaceful and right. <laughs> Grimdar's still mining. <laughs> um, yep. You know, I, I also thought of this because this was, um, previously people had asked, um, why Viv's wings were black. So the, the race of Asimar in Dungeons and Dragons, um, there are three sub variants of it. Um, each of them have different wings for a different reason. Um, Nina and Viv are both fallen Asimar in which their wings appear black and skeletal. Uh, it's usually because their alignment transitions either slightly more towards evil, they break their pact with the celestial deity that their bloodline ties them to. Um, that is why here Viv's wings fall apart and become black, uh, yep. because with the birth of her partially infernal daughter, uh, she has fallen from grace, quite literally. So that was why I liked the idea of a very theatrical scene of... Viv having white wings splayed, protecting herself, but then as Nina is born, her wings fall apart, quite yep. literally, and turn black and become skeletal figures. Yep. Yeah, we really wanted to, like, reveal some background information, because we knew, like, we're, we will mm -hmm. do our best to not cancel an episode. If we have to shift days or something, fine, we'll try to not cancel, because I don't like doing it. I, like, I want to be consistent. Mm -hmm. um, so even not having Paul here, we still managed to put on something interesting and give you guys background hysterical. yeah background information it was funny yeah um so i thought it i thought it worked really well i got to do my my german accent <laughs> your tom finally gave you a, a full excuse to do it <laughs> everybody yeah it was really good the one downside of not having carpet is this floor is fucking freezing that's why my feet on my, so my feet are actually crossed right it's now so god because my feet really? are freezing it's not cold where i am yeah you, you're lucky i guess you got a blanket back here it's so soft i know <laughs> But, like, my socks are, like, wet because of how cold the fucking floor oh. is. What? <laughs> what? Just, how, just, that how cold? Make moist. What does that mean? Just general, Cold like, make Grimdar wet. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, just from, like, just residual moisture just okay. being in the floor. I also, I'm, I'm excited because uh, one of the things that drove me to motivate what motivated to have the plotline begin with this was um, you specifically saying after last week's session how or no sorry i think it was you how you, the campaign has 
for the primary one been so recently structured around the backstories of Olive and Bran. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's because of where our party went in the world. So yep. when we, as I've explained to them, originally left the Island of Fall, I anticipated them going north uh, towards the beaches to the west of uh, the Bloodwood. Um, because I thought the plot hook of the ruined elf, or the elvish ruins within the Bloodwood, having the supposedly artifact and history of the artifact that both Olive and Bran were looking for, was a significant enough plot hook to pull everyone to the north. And then they fucking turned around. Yeah, we threw John for a fucking <laughs> like, loop. Literally, actually, a hundred percent bamboozled me, and that was episode <laughs> like six or seven. Yep. I mean, up to that point, everything I've had to improvise has been significantly more minor. Um, where it's been, you know, like I said, uh, one of the big ones was Iffy. Uh, Iffy was something that I had created, but Iffy was supposed to be with uh, Wooey um, as the forest guardian, and that was why Wooey was partially blessed yep. with being the king of the apes, because he gained favor of Iffy. Um, Iffy, though, I needed a reason for them to really want to try to go into the ziggurat because you guys Sad were just like, let's walk you. around the ziggurat over and over again. I'm like, go <laughs> in the fucking hole. There's a <laughs> hole. So I had to make the... Oh, poor Iffy. Rest in peace. How <laughs> can everyone make that noise? <laughs> That's no fair. You can't make it? No. Try it. No, I already did. I she does, and she just goes like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> My thing's not as great as the Mel Jr. I'm sorry. Same. It's true. I am the original Mel. I am what I am. <laughs> but yes, when when they elected to turn around and go south to Southmore, um, I when I built uh, the world, I built general structures uh, in, in terms of the layout of the campaign. So originally, I did. The thought to me was, I really wanted to put you in a pirate campaign because we had just honestly played Sea of Thieves a few <laughs> months ago. You enjoyed being a pirate so much, and to me, just it gives you guys a, a world to live in in which you're controlling it more. If I put you guys in a city, kind of like how when we've discussed doing the Ravnica book, we're going to be functioning citizens of a city. Yeah. We would have rules and laws to abide by. That would make your first full campaign, I think, a little bit more restrictive and yeah. I wanted to give you guys as much freedom as absolutely possible in terms of what you did why you did it and not have to worry completely about you know the legality of what would follow up where yeah. you know, a campaign that would be um, taking place more in a structured city with a real government you would have to care genuinely about how you approach yourselves legally yeah uh, so I built the idea out of pirate campaign they have to be on an island. There has to be things to pirate. You have yep. to be able to have piracy in order for your pirates to function. Um, so I thought of the idea of you plundering the primary trade route between two cities. So I did your island, Northmore, Southmore as the twin cities, and then built out from that direction once you guys gave me backstories. Yeah. So I expected them to go up. I had written the idea of... Uh, the, the areas of Southmore, um, the kingdoms of the four kingdoms of, kingdoms of men and Thelahill, but I didn't have them fully fleshed out. Yeah. So when you guys were like, turn around, go to Southmore, I was like, fuck, <laughs> that's, uh, 
Great. Hey, good, we, good we did it at the end of an episode. I mean... <laughs> Could have been the beginning. Like, hey, we're going to Southmore. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, when I did... Um, when I created Southmore, I structured it off of the idea of um, a, a city run by kind of barbaric trade uh, simply because the warring humans who live in the other areas on the continent, uh, the most of the people would be affiliated with war. They would become kind of battle would become commonplace. So to me, the idea of having a city structured off of brutal rule Yep. In which the gutter and other um, the gutter's uh, fucking cool. Yeah, I, I based a lot of that off of the structure of uh, it's called the Ware Guild. Um, it's something that in old medieval British history, um, it was their first kind of like civil punal punishment system. Sure. So if you committed a crime, Ware Guild. If you killed someone, Ware Guild literally means man gold. You had mm. to pay gold to the family of people who you committed a crime against if you murdered someone. So, to me, the idea that was why the punitive system in Southmore was uh, wear guild. So, if you committed a crime, you paid a fine. Uh, that's where fines come from. The second tier was if you were unable to pay your fine, you were an indentured servant. Uh, that's where um, Brand's family actually genuinely ended up, like sure. I said before. Uh, they made their deal where they bartered with uh, Leonard Wyatt. Uh, Declan's father, where they were getting um, uh, gems offered to them in advance to be able to make some wealth and to be able to get them out of Renya, which we've still never gotten to. That's, yeah. a, that's another thing that's uh, really advanced now because we've spent so much time out of Renya. Um, did you ever switch the music or did you just leave it on Tavern? I just left it on Tavern. That's fine. Because I knew the combat was only going to be very minimal. Um, sure. The music has been looping, right, chat? Because we ex we experimented with something different tonight, and it's not too loud or anything. Because um, we did it where uh, you can actually control Spotify from a mobile device. Mm -hmm. So I have it linked to John's phone, so that way we can now change uh, the playlists that play. So that way we're not having like dark music during fun times or something. So it can be like even more uh, immersive. Um, uh, so that's why we we did that so that way we can change uh, we can change the playlist uh, remotely Music so, looped. It's not too loud. Okay. Awesome. So yeah. why Lillian wanted the baby? Uh, why Lillian wanted Lyella you mean? I would guess so. That's what I would think. Yeah, that would be my guess so uh, Lysandra and Lillian's story um, both heavily involved with uh, Olive's backstory because of the involvement with Lolth. Um, Lillian's story I can't fully divulge because they have not concluded their time in Thelahill and there is still opportunities for them to learn more about the Piriella family while in Thelahill. Um, I guess the best thing I can say is that um, blood magic is still a thing in the world. There is a reason why it has been so, I guess, prevalent uh, frequently where it's something that um, Carl outside of stream has actually asked me like are there rules that I can have for blood magic for me so this way I can you know a attempt to like learn blood magic I'm not going to fully say like a no to that because I like that possibility in terms of developing more unique spells uh, spell modification is something that I'm totally open with but studying and practicing blood magic is something that would be very dangerous for you to do. 
and um, you know requires blood. <laughs> well, Olive, uh, I'm not going to mention anything much, too much about Olive, but uh, in her story, she's willing to lose everything. Mm-hmm. But um, she's still naive, uh, even though she saw a lot of people die. She's some. She's caused a few deaths, and she feels very guilty about that. But she still wants to get stronger because. Um, of her true one true goal, which um, not going to mention, but I've hinted many times in the campaign. Yeah, every, everyone originally when they crafted their backstories for me and gave me stuff, um, they gave typically a general idea for what their accomplishment was, for what their goal that they strive after is. Um, Olives being uh, an independent thing. Um, and a personal motivation. All of them are per- personal motivations. Uh, Grimdar's has been to relight the forge, as he has said, back in the Faldir Mountains in his home city. Um, yep. In Kandarim. Um, Brands. Brands is like this is what's difficult about plotting for Brand because it's exclusively wants to become more powerful. He has felt. You know, essentially embarrassed by Ander having a prodigal younger brother who was a natural-born sorcerer, and uh, Bran was born without magical prevalence in his blood, so he was not efficient with it whatsoever. That's actually the real reason I think why he constantly mocks your magic because yeah. he's just upset that he can't do magic. Uh, that's why, despite me saying. Um, you know, Arcane Trickster was not a great subclass for you to pick in terms of metaing about a rogue subclass because of your dice rolls. Uh, Bran rolled very low intelligence, which <laughs> yeah. is what the casting modifier for an Arcane Trickster rogue is. Um, so his yeah, magic would have been, yeah, like Oof. very bad. Uh, I feel bad because his stats off of his first rolls were horrible. Um, but, you know good on him because he stayed true to what his character's motivation was. I want to learn magic and I guess in a certain sense it made sense that in the beginning portions of his time as a an arcane trickster, he was not good with magic. Yep. Yeah, because you can't metagame like that if your character has motivations. You could try it and then fail and give up, but if you just immediately give up because you know your stats are shit, then that sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's good for him for sticking to that. Yeah, I mean, even today, like, uh, Kelsey, while playing Claire multiple times, you went off of just the rage of, like, I want to tie her, like, I want to hold her down. And I was persistently having you do strength checks. You weren't thinking about, oh, I don't, I shouldn't do this because I have bad strength scores. It was, no, I want to kill this woman. I believe she murdered my father. Ma'am. Like, I yeah. want to just do whatever I can to get her out of the way and kill her. Yeah, being able to get into your character like that is super important. Mm-hmm. It's great. Especially. I'm really happy with how much Paul enjoys playing. Mm-hmm. Because this is, what, everyone's first time playing D&D? Yeah, I did the, the other campaign that we did for a little bit, but the first, like, real long uh, campaign, uh, yeah, this is, like, this is the first official D&D campaign because the other one was a homebrew, but it still counts. Yeah. Yeah, so we had, I think, like four sessions in that one. Yeah, four or five. Four or five like before we started, started to do this. this. So like I said, this was, um, I had very slightly done uh, the campaign that I do at my school. Um, so I had DM'd for them for about two months where 
you know, I mean, it's special needs kids. It wasn't really like fully DMing. It was essentially explaining roles, giving them character sheets, and then rolling dice and explaining some things as we went along. Um, I did create a world for that campaign, but it's not remotely as fleshed out. None of the kids have genuine backstories. Um, So there was nothing really for me to tie in. I essentially created something from the ground up for them. And it's been, you know, consistently just handing them this. This is where you go. This is where you go. This is the first campaign I have ever DM'd for in terms of, you know, having an open world in which you guys need to make your decisions. Um, And, you know, me having to continually modify and adapt the world around you based on what I think the world around you would do. Yep. And having... This is episode 24. 24 episodes at an average of three hours is 72 hours. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Like, that's yeah. a lot of content. Is, especially our first, like, four or five episodes, we did four hours. Yeah, we did four hours. There's a couple fours and a couple twos, so mm-hmm. average, it's about three. It's probably a little bit more um, than 72. Yeah, we played three full days, essentially, worth of D&D. Yeah, it's insane. Like, <laughs> it's nuts. And time flew. Time flew really fast. Oh, right? yeah, it's... Like, I mean... I, I, I don't know about anybody else. This is, like, one of the best parts of my week. Like, I look forward mm-hmm. to doing this, especially now. I mean, yeah, this. even even the, the idea for the Ravnica, like, I already prepped up my character. Oh, good. Actually, I do need the, I need everyone to, yeah. We're doing I, a side thing, too. I, uh, I picked up the Ravnica. Make Carl DM on stream. So I DM. Killed a, him. So I've been playing D&D since 2009, and it's been off and on, but I just recently started DMing my own thing with uh, a few family members and a friend. Um, but we took a break because we both all work at the same place, so we all been just really busy. Um, but recently I just picked up the uh, Magic the Gathering Ravnica book, and we, I've been gonna, making a, I'm actually making a campaign based off the, uh, the city of Ravnica, and everyone here plus uh, Sarah yep. uh, has made a character uh, and also part of a guild. So I, I'm considering maybe doing maybe uh, a thing on stream. I, it's uh, okay. So we'll see. I, uh, I don't know. No, I totally understand, dude. Yeah, the, but I want to, though. The first time when I DM'd for this, when I sat up here, and I remember uh, reading through the long uh, demonstration piece I had written um, about the world and the economies and the political systems and giving a, a little bit of, you know, history of the world and then putting you guys in a place... And then I had to jump into being one of the the ship crew members, like immediately rushing from narration into portrayal. And I remember speaking to you and then you just being like, hi. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, we're going to be so bad. But 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, you guys had killed Lissandra. And (laughs) (laughs) we've seen how that's worked out. Bran has now fully ended that family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, once we got into it, I mean, the first little bit of anything is going to be awkward. It just takes time. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also the hardest thing to overcome for people checking out the stream. Well, not the stream, but, like, the podcast when watching preview spots is the first episode is, like, the audio is a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know what the fuck we were doing. So it's really difficult to like draw people in and be like, I promise it's good. You just have to listen to this four hour session of us fucking around. See, but even even with us not being good, we oh, it were was, still, still wasn't bad. funny. Yeah, oh yeah, it was still hilarious. Like um it I, just took us like 
I can't remember at one point at what point we switched to the better audio with the the things that I bought to make the microphones louder because that made a huge fucking yeah difference. I think that was episode like four I think yeah, it was, was I think was, it was later than it that. was actually it was early, early on but I don't, I don't know if it was that early I don't remember it doesn't matter I mean it's crazy that that's how much we played that yeah, we've actually forgotten insane. these things it's insane like looking back and realizing that you guys have not been on the island of fall which is the campaign's name since episode seven yeah because episode nuts. eight is Southmore. Like, Absolutely insane. You've spent significantly more time not on the main named yeah. island. Which is crazy because it felt like we were on that island for so long, but it was nope. only seven episodes. Nope. Like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, you guys have actually spent, I mean, still overall in terms of total time, I think you've been in there uniquely the most yeah. still. Because everywhere else you guys have spent, I, the Southmore, I believe, is close. Where, because yep. I wouldn't really count the episodes you guys spent most of the time in the Underdark as sure. Southmore episodes. And you had, I think it's like six or seven episodes between Southmore and the Underdark. Yeah. Because it was that arc, and then you had from about 16 to like 18 where you were in, like, Endon and going around because you had um, the attack at Hoth. Um, and then we went back on and got around to Endon. The and music now stopped playing. I just noticed that. Okay. Oh, it's back. Okay. Did you do anything? No. It's probably just a song transition. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's probably what it was. Um, the other thing that's really cool with, with audio stuff is when we did this room, I bought all new cables for the microphones because the previous ones made some like little noises. But if I mute the music and like people speak, there's no electrical noises at all. You hear nothing. Yeah. Like any one of us can speak. And there's just nothing, which is like, it's, it makes me so happy yeah. that I've solved that issue, mm -hmm. like figuring out what it was. So it was just shitty cables. Um, and the only reason that my microphone didn't do it is because my original cable fucking broke, which is why for a while we could not figure out like what was wrong with my microphone. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to get a new cable and I just bought more of the exact same thing because they've worked perfectly. Um, and I replaced mine anyway, just... So I have an extra, um, but like, it's really nice having audio quality that doesn't make noise because mm -hmm. electrical noises and electrical buzzing are really aggravating, despite being super subtle, are really annoying for people to listen to. So do, do we, or does chat have a favorite scene they like to talk about so far that we've had in the campaign? I yeah, mean, I can tell you. Like, mine. what is what is your favorite parts of the campaign, either the, either tonight or in general? Like, what what are your favorite parts? I think we should go around the room. Yeah, start what was off. yours? Mine was when, in the beginning where we had outside the stream uh, when uh, Olive tripped Bran <laughs> and was on the floor and Eldritch blessed him mm. and then says, I don't know where he went. Nope. Some guy took some stuff. Yeah, no, I remember that being like a perfect vindictive moment. Yeah, that was my favorite moment. I got to think about it. Do you have a favorite moment? I don't. I need to also think. I can't think of... I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's it's really. I hard. mean, I've had several. I mean, definitively one of my favorites still is the death of Wooey. Yeah. I think that was the first death that really hallmarked to me that this campaign was not just like, you know, a a simple little run around, smack him, beat him up yeah. style thing. Like Wooey pleading for help, getting you guys involved, and then despite you being directly involved but not really the reason for the death of his sons he didn't help you yeah he didn't hate you it was just 
all I care about is please take care of my people. Like, that to me was the sign of a good king. Sure. Was that he did not even end death, have that personal kind of emotional moment where he let himself take over. It was just, take care of my people. Yep. You see, I agree with Luna. I think that's also my favorite. Yeah. You can't take my baby! (laughs) Yeah. No, I I really love... Well, that one legitimately, I nearly cried when I yelled that line out. Yeah. We all teared up yeah. when Bowie died. Yep. We I, yeah, literally we, yeah. all almost fucking um, cried. When was it? Who was it? Buku? Was that the the smart one? Yep. Yeah. Oh. That's. I was oh. so literally, upset. Literally, I was wasn't so She was at home that. crying. Yeah. I was she at made home watching it. So sad. And I was so pissed. Do you off. know how rage? Like I was so angry yeah. when when Brand put the leaf on fire because mm-hmm. I was I was gonna give that back and I was so sad that Buku passed away. I was so upset because I wasn't aiming. Or no, that was the other apes too. But like, I wasn't trying to hurt any of them because he was ran. He ran away, and I tried shooting the other mm-hmm. lizard folk, and then go chase after Buku. But that yeah. just didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know if I have like a favorite moment, but the whole Island of Fall section for me, like I could just close my eyes and like yeah. be on the island. Like I could just, I, I just. I don't know what it was, it's, and it's not that. that I can't do that with the rest of the campaign. It was mm-hmm. just from starting off, I literally could just envision as we were playing everything that was happening. Yeah. Like I could see the ships, I could like mm-hmm. feel the breeze. I don't know. It was just it was that in the gutter. That's the two yeah. I can really yeah. Imagine I can the really most. see the gutter too. Yep, same thing with me. I love the gutter. Yeah. Oh, and the alleyway where we found that. Um, um, John's fake home, where mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah. I can imagine the alley, the slums, the slums. yeah, yep. I can yeah, imagine with, like, the, the slums. brick walls, yeah, where yeah. everything's like decrepit yeah. and kind of broken down, like, and there's just vagabonds like living, barely surviving on the ground, kind yeah. of like desiccated, living off of dirt and scraps. Yeah, and he just like sneaks you guys back in here. Yeah, I'm like really bad at picking like one thing because yeah. you could ask me like, oh, what's your favorite movie? I like I don't have one. Like, I mean, I'm I, so bad. I fucking at loved stuff like uh, that. Viv killing Gia Gru in the game. Yeah, that was like that like insane. badass like she barely surviving because I put them at equal level characters and sure. like Rogue with not having sneak attack dice is at huge disadvantage against the Barbarian, but her having like the frighten and being able to just. And rip yep. his throat out. I love yeah. that. I, I loved you guys jumping into Sephantis' mouth. That was fun. To burrow out of the Underdark. Yeah. I liked um, playing bowling with the people's bodies when we were, <laughs> when we were getting Viv out. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I, I don't loved know. when we um, cuddled with Sephantis. Sephantis yeah. on the boat. Yeah. Pifflepuff. Pifflepuff. Yeah. I miss them. I know, I so do I. I Pifflepuff back. Yeah. He's mine. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. She's mine. They, they went where they went, and like I sadly can't tell you why. You know why. what? You have Pepe. Don't you start with All me. All right. Yeah, you do. I do have Pepe. <laughs> yeah, Piffle, I get Pifflepuff. Pifflepuff and Sephantis have their... Like, that's the thing. Even when I introduce characters that are, you know, monsters or creatures, they still have motivation. Like, I told you previously that Sephantis had lost her husband. Yep. Like, that she was living alone as a single mama dragon taking care of Pifflepuff and something happened to her and she lost Pifflepuff and that was when Tuck found her Yeah. and Tuck was caring for her so when she you know leapt into that geyser like there's a reason for that that's a that's a whole plot line like again despite you guys missing plot lines it's not like they're gone 
Sure. Like, none of the things that are happening in the world, like, conclude that quickly where, oh, you guys went to the LLs? Fancis is dead. Fuck Sure, that. but some things we have missed, and that's why um, I'm going to do a little sellout here. We yeah, do for have, the Patreon for, stuff. So on the Patreon, we have the, I think it's the $20 tier, um, discusses, like, you'll get access to a private Discord channel that John will have access to and, like, no one else other than the people that have... Uh, that have that role uh, like none of the mods it's just going to be the people that have that and you'll get to ask like John will reveal little things mm -hmm. um, about the campaign based on like characters that have died mm -hmm. or things that we miss that won't come up again like different little things that we've just not gotten well to that's experience. why I introduced Caleb today because you guys right. knew nothing like in terms of the five captains on fall Caleb and Oral were the two who you knew very little if anything the fuck at all about Yep. Because this was still when you guys were new to playing and did not genuinely ask, you know, correct questions, like, constantly. Like, you yeah. guys still did a good job with trying to figure out information, but, you know, it wasn't like, hey, Caleb, like, you guys don't even know Caleb's last name. Right. But, like, that's information that you guys can find out that yeah. we just won't know until, like, the end of the campaign, I guess, we'll probably do like Reveal. one big wrap-up thing and, and mm -hmm. talk about a bunch of different stuff but uh but that's one of the cool things there's a bunch of different stuff you can make an npc um you can make an in-depth npc that'll get added mm -hmm. to like potentially have like a quest for us um items too right yeah, yeah quest you can make NPC items. or an item um there's stuff where you can get a personal shout out uh, on the stream, there's one for like businesses that want a shout out. There's ones that you can get access to the title of the episodes uh, and a private Discord channel uh, a couple days early, so that way you can like discuss with people what the episode might be about. Mm -hmm. um, there's a ton of cool stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's neat. It's neat, but anyway. yeah, I would love to be able to actually work with people to make NPCs because it would be super cool. I don't know, like, you, when when we say make an NPC with me, you would be able to work with me to have the background of the NPC created, the motivations of the NPC created, so essentially who they are, why are they doing what they're doing, and why are they where they are, um, and then I would put, you know, essentially them into the locations that they would fit the best in, obviously, if you knew the campaign well enough, um you know, to be able to work with me on it. Um, and you could say, like, I want this person to be here in Thela Hill working at this shop. Like, I can still work that in. Obviously, there's one primary cleric. You can't try to create an NPC with me that's a cleric. You could make somebody who's an aspiring cleric who wants to be able to work and study under Tefesa, I, I believe was her name. Yeah. Um, in, you know, Thela Hill, and that could be your role. You want to make an yep. NPC who's an aspiring young elf cleric who desperately wants to do well and you know that person could become a very significant portion portion of the story like yep. and something like that might be uh something that we do like a giveaway for if we reach a certain like subscriber goal or a certain number of patreon uh people mm -hmm. um or pick someone randomly to do like a smaller npc from people that tweet using uh, our hashtag which is ngdccast um, to just kind of tell other people. I know a lot of you don't have like crazy Twitter followings or whatever, but so far nobody has used the hashtag other than me. Um, so we definitely want to encourage people to to do that because it will eventually get seen by other people. Um, 
So we will def we'll definitely do giveaways for stuff because we don't want to lock everything behind a paywall, but yeah. it has to be behind something uh, for the majority. Um, but we definitely want to do giveaways for, for some of those things. Had you ever talked about the, the upgrade for contributions? Well, we were going to do something like that, but that's really hard to do because of for the way Patreon track. is and to track that. Sure. Um, so th the way the Adventure Zone does it is if you tweet using that hashtag, you just like your Twitter name might get picked to be the name Out of, the of a character. Okay. So that's the way they do that. So that's why I'm saying you might get access to stuff as like a giveaway if you, you know, support us by, uh, you know, by tweeting out about it using the hashtag or tagging our Twitter and that kind of stuff. Um, that'll give you a chance when we do giveaways like that. That's how we'll do it probably just because that's easy to track. Um, something like that. But I just, I really enjoy being Grimdar. Just the different stages of his like mental state and how he's changed across the course of the campaign because he's not the same person that he was when we started. I mean, yeah, I remember when Olive used to not tell you guys anything at all. Yeah. Like, yep. that was actually a big portion of, to me, Olive's character. Mm -hmm. Yep, super quiet. Now it's just like, hello there. Hello there. Big boy. <laughs> such a big boy. It's such a big <laughs> shit. Hey, I feel like on the fly, I play a pretty good whore. You do. <laughs> on the fly, I play yeah, a good whore. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I got a pretty, pretty good mouth. <laughs> on the fly. I am the worst whore out of all of us. <laughs> Somehow. You'd be a good fighter, though, because you're just like, let's kill him. What the fuck? Yeah. Magic user was fun. Yeah. Because I've not, I've not experienced that. Yeah, I mean, you actually did a good job with managing it and trying to stay consistently on top of using your cantrips. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I did enjoy it. It was very interesting. Um, coincidentally, I'm also playing a bard in Carl's uh, magic campaign. I'm a minotaur bard, which... He's a really fucking bad bard, mm -hmm. like real bad, terrible, because he's not supposed to be a bard. He's supposed to be like a, a trained fighter. He's fucking awful. Mm -hmm. That's why it's hilarious, because we just wanted to do that. Because I thought it was interesting. I thought it would be fun. We joked about it, and then I was like, nah, I'm going to fucking do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really think you should. Uh, that would be really fun. Oh, that's what I'm doing. And in that, fact, I mean, it's funny, in. because like everyone here but one person, including Sarah, is in like a kind of a good guild mm -hmm. in a way. And I mean, yeah. Kelsey, mm -hmm. she's part of Rakdos, which yeah. is black red. Yep. And I actually, after doing some research, they're not like evil; they're just like chaotic. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. chaos. And it's like carnival chaos. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's she's just chaotic. Yep. That's me. And the thing is, too, I, I was reading it because when I'm building the campaign, that Rakdos is the only part of the city that runs the nightclubs. Mm -hmm. So, like. Her, oh, hello, her <laughs> kill runs the nightclub. She could work at a nightclub and just be like, hello, Zaya. Yes. <laughs> I gotta work on my... Flirting as a little goblin rogue. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey's a fucking goblin. Uh, I am a, a, a loxodon, which is an elephant man. I'm mm -hmm. an elephant cleric, so I'm gonna put my holy sigil in my trunk and just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Luna, that's what it is. Trust me. It is. So my instrument, I chose to not have like a traditional instrument because my character has to hide it from his like family of soldiers. So he actually has it carved into his like his sword um, where you push like a thing and he pulls out like the hilt of the sword and that's the instrument. So it's a really crudely like recorder. So yeah, it's real shitty. He's a bad bard. 
We'll like, see. It's, I mean, he'll be fine, but it, he sucks. <laughs> His music sucks. I mean, have you thought of what your character's gonna sound like? Uh, like, it's probably just gonna be like... Like, hello! Just really <laughs> yeah. loud and stupid. He's a minotaur. I'm, I'm a bard! He's a fucking idiot. I'm bard. But, like, he really wants to be a bard and, like, play music, but he just is a fucking... His family forced him into the military. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he's actually a decent fighter, but he also has a fucking recorder in his, in yeah. his sword. Because he had to hide it, because he kept making instruments, and they kept breaking they would break them. them. They kept breaking them. So God had to damn hide it, Donnie, <laughs> we told you not to make any more guitars. So he had to hide it. In but his, Daddy, uh, I'm a bard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am I am bard. I, me play good music for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not the fucking cookie monster. Jesus. <laughs> you could be. Could I be. mean, yeah. I might model it after. That'd be a pretty monster. adorable bard. <laughs> me play music now. Oh, music. <laughs> just I actually horrible, love horrible that. Screeching. Yeah, the old ribcage xylophone. Mm-hmm. But, I missed that. Mm -hmm. That was, was good, good stuff. <laughs> we should probably wrap up because uh, we're getting to like three and a half hours now. Yeah. Um, so we should wrap wrap up for the evening. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the the one shot followed by the fireside stuff. We're definitely gonna do like full fireside sessions um, in the future. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And Tuesday. Be there if you want to see me DM really <laughs> badly. There's going to be no characters. There's n it's just exploration. There's zero characters. You'll speak Great. to no one. Great. I'm just kidding. That's it's going to be like Fallout 76. Yeah, there's, everyone's dead. Uh, no one's there. So you'll see and hear uh, nothing. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, thanks for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if there's any like audio issues or anything, just shoot me a PM on Discord so you can help me out with uh, the stuff if there was anything. But anyway, good night, guys. I'll see you on Monday. I guess I'm streaming on Monday. I don't. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Bye. 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 -bye.